what we're doing is we're going to nip that in the boat there quick your tomo from now on okay, right, right. Just oh, for, right? Yeah, okay, for the yeah. sake of the podcast for the sake of the no podcast because yeah, it makes it sound like more of a tug as well yeah, we'll yeah. run with it we'll run with it yeah. right well I um, hope everybody had a great Easter and a, a good long weekend yeah. um, except for the parents who got their kids Nestle eggs right that's a disgrace <laughs> handing your kid a Nestle egg is worse than handing your kid a Lynx Africa set at Christmas. Yeah, that's that, my oh, opinion on that. Hang on, hang on. The Africa set is bad. Bro, the that's Africa a bad one. My auntie had your power than Afri- a Lynx Africa set at Christmas, boys. He bounced her off the wall and walked out with the gaff. Yeah, and yeah, now I said he's dead, right? He or they folded her up like a deck chair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the Lynx... What's it called? It's a... Chocolate, black, man. I don't know what Remember the one that smelled like chocolate? Yeah, that was What? Chocolate? That was bad. Chocolate? Back in the day, that was whopper. But do you remember, what one is it? Is it black ice or is it just black? It's fucking whopper. I haven't in the gaff. I don't know what it's what, called. What, links? Yeah. I still use the link traffic and shit stuff. Bro, it actually helps. I just think it's disrespectful. I'd rather smell the sweat. <laughs> no, that's 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 a bold oh, statement to make, but I'm with Calvin on that because Lynx Africa smells no, like you know the toilets all... in sin. Yeah, it smells worse than the toilets in sin. <laughs> I just think it's disrespectful, boys. What? You know what not I mean? to use the spray. That not to hand me a Lynx Africa. Yeah, I'll push the head, bro. Don't hand me Lynx Africa, boys. You can get me anything. Hang on, you think it's disrespectful not to use a set that your auntie said to grabbing in deals because she forgot to get you something for Christmas? Well, that is exactly that's why I don't like it, isn't it? But I'll use it. I prefer the scratch cards, to be honest. Yeah. Hang on, back to the Nestle thing, right? You're giving the loads Nestle what as opposed to Cadbury's? Yeah, as right. opposed and do you know what as well, just before you go in, because you can see you're a bit annoyed, Calvin. Yeah, well, and he's annoyed, about to you, you don't even know about so, Nestle. Just before he starts <laughs> Um Well I'm gonna use that as a zinger for this week, but it's not gonna be their zinger. I have a different one. The other one's weird, but I'll tell you that in a minute. Yeah, but that's gonna be a, a zinger for this week. Nestle or Cadbury's because it's Cadbury's right. all day. Let's go back to it for a second here. Did you get an Easter egg? No. <laughs> no, I didn't get one. Right, but if, on. I, if I could pick one... You're probably pick... not allowed to eat chocolate, are you not? Bro, I'm going to be honest with you, right? I didn't get one single Easter egg. Neither did I, bro. No, one day two years are in the hood, though. <laughs> <laughs> Big, huge, kind of... No. Going all did out. you? Yeah. 
And then I couldn't get them anywhere, and I had to get Harper a medium-sized one. So the two of us had their legs together, and Harper was like, "Oh, can I have your toy?" I said, "Can you bollocks have my toy? <laughs> you get two hooks." Yeah, and it was the boys' version. That's mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I, I used to get Kinder eggs when I was a kid, and I'm still fucking getting one. Yeah. And I said it to me, man. I said, "You get me a Kinder egg?" Said, "No, you're 27," and I was in the hood of it. I'm not paying rent this month. <laughs> And I know she's going to listen back to this. I'm not paying rent. Yeah, she's not getting it. Listen, I'm all for it. I have his back on that one, Listen, but you were giving out about Nestle yeah, there in a minute. right. Hang on. You, so is it bad to hand your child an arrow Easter egg? See, I like an arrow. Yeah. Don't get... It, hang on. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, a Smarties Easter egg. And I like an arrow. It's smart. I like the a Smarties Mike Flurry, boy. Rolos. <laughs> no, but it's... Yeah, Rolos. Rolos no, last choice, I think. I think no, hang nice on. Chef, I'm just mean if if you're seeing a child getting one of these, you wouldn't think that of it. I think they're nice separate, but the egg itself is septic, boys. It's like eating a blame pat. I'm not into it. It's rotten, boys. I'm not into it. Yeah, I'd rather get a Rollo Easter egg than a poxy dairy milk Easter egg. Oh, oh down, no, bro. There's paper buried in the vein of a list. No, give it all. The window is. People locked up for this statements like that. Go on, go. Don't give a child the Nestle Easter egg. Handing your child the Nestle eggs, like hand them a link to Africa. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say on it. Listen, try to opinion, Jack, me all just want. That's what I say. Come on. Cadbury's a Nestle. He tries to hear all patriotic and all like, oh, Cadbury's still I die and all. doesn't even do the research. Personally, don't even eat them. Personally, I didn't eat any Easter eggs this week. You don't need to be lying on air because you're No, 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 I didn't. I had, I got, my sister bought me a few bars of that milk of chocolate. That's, that's how straight. Bro, I was straight. I just, I just tell people I don't have a sister. She's like, yeah, bro. No, she killed me. I can't say that. more than No, because I don't want, I didn't want an Easter egg. Alright, Tom. Right. Right, right, right. Fred, yeah, no, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, he's, he's passionate about yeah, this. Yeah, I know, yeah. And he's 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 he won't be getting fresh. <laughs> I prefer, to be honest, I prefer a few Freddo bars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Let's be honest about it. They used to be 10p when I was a kid. Even when we changed to the euro, when we changed to the euro, I went to 20 cent, and that was still valuable money. It's not even that. It's the same with animal bars. They used to be 10p, boys. It's bleeding about four euro to get yeah. an animal bar. If, yeah, do you know if you went into the bank to get a mortgage and he's seen an animal bar on your bank statement, <laughs> they turned you down. They turned you down. Who's so this fella think he is, Colin McGregor, going out there buying animal bars? <laughs> We're not giving him 400 grand for a gaff. <laughs> Fucking Egypt. <laughs> and can we go back to the point as well about giving kids Easter eggs? What's the story where everyone's taking pictures of their kids with 300 kids? Oh, yeah, that's round in the eggs, Gucci and Fendi Easter eggs and all. Like, what is that? <laughs> oh, I got my egg and brown I've Thomas. Where'd enough. you get yours? Tesco, obviously. Though. You can't be fucking giving... Like, any other day of the year, if you're giving your child that much chocolate, you're a bad parent. But like on this day, you have to give them too much chocolate. Yeah, not a tail. No, Jeremy, what did you give your child? A Kinder Easter egg out of Tesco. What some... did you give your child? Fucking diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fuck off. Will <laughs> no, it's, it, it's, it's not right, is it? it is you get some random bloke off the road to dress up as the Easter Bunny to come into the house and all, just we to show We never had the Easter Bunny when I was no, a kid. No, it's never happened. Your man got you an Easter egg and then like your auntie or something will uh, drop one into the gaff. That's what you didn't have the Easter Bunny. No. And egg hunts and People, all. They go over the top now these days. Yeah, yeah. it is. But it's all for the Instagram. It is. It's all social media. media. It, yeah. it is all for that. You know what I mean? But before we start getting into all that kind <laughs> of stuff. We still have singers to do. Yeah. So <laughs> we what's have our to... other singer? Go on. No, well... Well, I'll jump into the previous week's singers, yeah? Right. The percentages, and you know, I'm delighted about this one this, because they're calling me all sorts of names, yeah? Off camera, the Christy Dignan fella and all was roasting me, was, and, I, <laughs> I, and I'm not having it. Right, so I'm about to nip it in the bud here now with the results, and Calvin disagreed with me as well, yeah? So, what's it? Oh, no, you disagree as well, but What do you call it? See when you flip a coin, your heads or halves or heads or tails, someone? Heads or tails? Yeah, are same, you bro. Yeah. Are you British as well? Heads or tails? She, 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 these were calling me a brit for this, right? But right, one. And, and your reason for calling the tails was stupid as well. No, it wasn't. Right, So, on, I was told, on. right... Uh, uh, it's called Hedge or Tails right? these were saying right, because it's a British thing but the old Irish 20p had a pig in it and that's why they said Tails but these were saying no, it goes on, before that and before yeah, that yeah. and if it does it does I had a pig on one side and a harp on the other you'd hope you right, well, all if I Irish coins have a harp on, on the side of them but, right let me just let me just get into this right, right. Hedge or Tails or Hedge or Harps right the boys roused me it's Harps it's Harps 8% of people <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I haven't. And 92% most, of over 7,000 votes. <laughs> and you probably voted on it yourself yeah, as well. Yeah, I told you, do it. Do you know what else I do, do Tamo? Yeah. I do put up the polls on a Sunday and then I go on with the podcast page and vote on them as well. <laughs> oh, no, you do the you always get there. So I get two votes in. And if I put the poll, you put down, do that, but a copy was doing that. I do the same thing. I only did that to see the percentages. But anyways, tails, 90. Heads of harps is something someone really old says in the pub, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. I know you use no. old orders terms without meaning to just from blowing up and stuff like that. Like, I'd say a single for a bag of chips and stuff like that. And that's a really old thing. Come on, don't laugh. No, <laughs> so is that the next one? No, no. this one from the previous week. Do you call it a bag of chips? No, sorry. So we would have had the same chip at growing up. Yeah, that would have been Pascal, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who calls it a single, bro? bro she, now, if, <laughs> it kills me to even hear someone say a single. It's a bag of chips. The only yeah, thing I, I feel awkward even only, listening to that, bro. A single, like what? Like, the only thing I could say about that time I was listening to the Gitsy Dignan fellas episode and he will break it down as to why I call it a single because I didn't know where they were. It's just what I was told there is. He didn't even know why though. Don't mind him. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it made sense, it made sense. So if you got a... Oh, I'm not getting into it, right? <laughs> but anyways, eight percent for the hearts. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't had a more one-sided poll ever. Even the cheese house in the microwave have done better than that. Yeah, and it did, boys. Ninth, but and do you know what as well? There's so many more votes on this one than that one where you think that you'd have a half a chance. Yeah. 92% <laughs> of people say that. 8%? Does you like, what's... We could form our own little clique that 8%. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, listen, it's so much joy and I'm so happy about it because you got roasted over it. But uh, the other one then, Tom, I'm shaving you in the gap. Yeah, you're starving, yeah? You make a little jambo. Do you call it in a triangle or a rectangle? What are you laughing with your nerves for? <laughs> Is it having a clip? I don't know. Shall we, no, a, bit make... of bo- a bit of both, to be honest. It depends what plate it's on. Yeah, so Your posh time on. What, what, what plate it's on? <laughs> it depends what angle you can get that <laughs> on. They're acting at bollocks now. I swear, yeah. But, uh, I definitely got, don't both. We got so many replies saying, like, uh, it, depends it depends on, on the on sandwich, sandwich, you know. What is that? Sorry, in half. I'm gonna, yeah, 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 I'm going to go yeah. with in half. But you're always calling it in half. 
If you cuss up meant to tell you I couldn't in half time, oh, it's called yeah. Matt's. <laughs> but he made rectangles. I mean, straight down the middle. Yeah, but you cut it straight down the middle diagonally, it's still in half. But that's not down the middle. Or, of course it is. <laughs> it's it's diagonal. Not you're it diagonally. You know oh, you bread is odd, bro. Bread is odd. Cut it. You're a bit odd. You can put it in the, re- in the rectangles, is what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Yes. If you're going off shapes, because yeah. you must have learned shapes recently. Oh, <laughs> listen, mate, I know the Pythagoras term. Do you get the most, uh, the most out of your sandwiches? You're going to the triangles. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, anyways, uh, the results of that one now. This was close. 48% they were rectangle, 52% of people they were triangle. That is very close. That's close, boys. There was, I think there was only a couple of hundred in the difference. Yeah, there would be, yeah. Now that I think of it, like, when it's cutting triangles, it's nicer, isn't it? it That's when you get it, when you go to O'Brien's or something. When you go to somewhere, yeah, cafe, it's yeah, always yeah. in the triangle. Always it's in the triangle. triangle. I think that's what it said. Remember well, when I, I looked her up? Yeah. It said it's more like articulate to cut it into triangle. Yeah. It, it, for presentation wise, and it's people who pay attention to detail will cut it in triangle. I yeah. think it's all See, childish. That's another thing. Sandwiches only make a home wouldn't be worth looking at. You That's know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, taste, you're so. slapping a load of shit between two pieces of bread. Yeah. Like, it's all going down the hatch one way or the other. Right? Boys, there's time so you don't even cut it. I'm just eating it as one. Oh, yeah. yeah. clips falling all over the yeah. kitchen floor. Take the wall like, over the floor. You will make a sandwich just one slice of bread and just fold it on itself. You know what I mean? Never a sausage the sandwich. Oh, yeah. Just fold it on itself. Just bench press the thing. It's wallier, isn't it? Stay one it together. The thing. But um, yeah, no, listen. <laughs> Take all over the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, do you know what I mean? But uh, that's the results from last week. <laughs> I don't even want to give my thing off of this week, boys, yeah, because. Well, you actually never told me this one. Right. Tell me the Easter egg one. Yeah, no, th- th- this one here, I've, I've heard it so many times, and I couldn't tell you where I heard it, right? But I've heard it so many times over the years, right? So if you're telling me who said that, I wouldn't be able to tell you. But what way do you cut your page? If you don't make a, a page oh, and the gap put it in the oven, what way do you cut it? What do you use to cut it, I mean? A pizza cutter. <laughs> a pizza cutter? Like, yeah. like a normal person. What? Wait, <laughs> what's a pizza cutter? Tomo, you weren't in the toilet actually when you mentioned this. <laughs> what's a pizza cutter? So it's it's like a little... It's a circle. It's they a circle. that he use in his own. Yeah. yeah. He use half them in the gaff. Bro, they're Boy, literally... They're living in the future. They're literally like 149. Like a Lynx Africa said, in deals. They're the exact same thing. You get them, mate. I'm pretty sure they come with gaffs. I have Boys, a few. I yeah, thought I, only, I thought Mazzoni's was the only place in the world with them things, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I use a knife. Hang on, no. hang on, hang on. Just no one opened their mouth for the next thirty seconds and just listen to Terence. So Go. where I was going with this is I actually didn't know that people actually had pizza cutters. So that's not even part of the zinger, right? My part, my zinger is. <laughs> I was gonna say, you cut that pizza with a knife or a scissors. <laughs> Imagine it's scissors. Do you know what I mean? The barbers is closed since last lockdown. <laughs> so what are they get PTSD at home? Give me that scissors, I need to cut something for oh, the pizza. Boys, I've heard of that. So, I have heard that I don't do that. I use a knife like a normal person. Pizza cutter, you just lay on my leg with that. You use a pizza cutter or a knife. No, that's the, the two options. The boys use scissors. 
What boy is? Oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> you don't know someone who uses this. I, 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 I mean, my life. Name boys. one person. I can't. <laughs> I mean, my life. I've no. heard that on numerous occasions. Boys, Somebody messaged the page yesterday with this. And I know didn't see that message. And I nearly fucked my phone out the window. <laughs> I was like, "Is this fella winding me up?" I can't believe what I just heard. It's I know. I, bro, pizza cutter. That's it's that's. I can't believe it. You're giving your pizza a skim fade next. Scissors, as if it's a viable option. Oh, he'll take that pizza out of the oven, will you? Yeah, hang on, let's grab the scissors there. Why <laughs> can't believe hills have pizza cutters? How do you even get at it, like? Bro, bro I can't hear you have a, you have now, a pizza cutter in your gaff. You, I can't hear you. Do. On the baby's life, there's no pizza cutter in my gaff. I can't hear Rachel. I know you're going to be listening to this. Please pull out the pizza cutter and give him a smack of it. <laughs> but listen, I can't hear right. I, I, as I said previous as well, I know. Now that knife or pizza cutter is gonna win it, but I guarantee when you see the amount of people that cut that pizza with the scissors, boys, it's baffling. I'd be surprised. You need to name and shame them. Well, yeah. when, when they do, anyone who votes that they cut that pizza with the scissors on the page, we're gonna, we're gonna. Um, Hang on, what? No, we won't name and shame this because then I'll put people off. I know, yeah. But what way are we gonna word this? Just do you use the scissors to cut your pizza? Yes, I know. Yeah, there you go. Bang. Sorry about that. That's my singer for the week. Calvin hit me with yours there because I'm you know what, bro, I don't even have. I, I kind of have one, right? And <laughs> he's, he's already <laughs> hesitating. Oh, this is yeah. a bad one. It's not bad. Well, Eric, oh, I'm getting. It could be worse. It could be worse than that. Yeah, do you know what? I'm at the getting off the clutch too quick there. I'm stuttering. <laughs> That's what's going on. But a friend of mine messaged me a few weeks ago, right? And he goes, I have a singer for you. And I was like, all right, here we go. Because fucking everyone has a singer, right? And it got me thinking. And I didn't know. I kind of wanted to save it for the right guest because I didn't want to say it to Mick DeBusca. And I didn't definitely want to say it to Chrissy Dignam, but Tom was one of the boys. Do you do it with the lights on or off? Oh, my man's going to be listening to this. That's bro. my oh, man listening to this. I couldn't give a rat, boys. Listen, we're all out of, we're all taking hips, do you know what I mean? I do it with the lights off, boys, yeah? But I'll do it with the lights on as well. There's no shame in my game. It doesn't matter. Why are the boys just getting all nervous? <laughs> Come on, will you answer me? Lights I have a child and all, and I'm still nervous about this. Yeah, boys, listen, my grown man. Listen, boys, no, we all get the job done. My nanny Rose is the holiest woman in the country. She's only short of being a saint, and she's going to be listening to this. Yeah, but see, now she's taking well, hips. <laughs> Holy yeah. God, I can't believe what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't was, be sitting here in front of me. She has a load of kids, yeah. I yeah, so what, listen. So answer the question, Tom. Lights on or lights off? On the fence, bro. It's a bit of both. Yeah, I'm a bit of both. Me shirt now depends on what. You need to land the light on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you saw me. The question was, do you get dressed with the lights on or off? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I got you there, boys. I got you there. <laughs> Oh, film, man, I'm with you, but don't give me that. Dirty animals, boys. Boys, you're about to go on pink, yeah? You're yeah, about to name dropping me, Nanny. Can I cut that cut? That's getting left in. Come here for a second. No, no, it was. It was about the other day. They laid the lights on, they laid them off. Well, what do you do? I can't remember, it's been that long. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, lights off as well. Yeah, yeah lights off, lights off, Tomo. Tomo's saying Mill Von there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, there's going to be a weird one now when I put it up on the page. People are going to be. Like, every time we put up the polls on the page, people who message their personal experience and all. I'm not looking forward to these questions. I am. You can handle the page from here on um, out, parents. So, lights on or off is the zinger from that's me. That's the this zinger week. from Calvin this week. Right, um, Calvin, do you have something to talk about? Yeah. So, I have a few things, well, I have one or two, right? So, uh, before I move on to the long story, I have a short one, and I only copped on last night, I went on a little flow, 
And I seen a busted football at the side of the road, right, boys? Oh, I know what you're gonna say. I'm glad, I'm glad because when I seen this, I started laughing to myself, and I was like, I don't know if I should say this on the podcast because people are gonna look at me and say he's a scumbag. Ah, but we all did. Hang on, I haven't even said. You don't even know what I'm gonna say next. Well, I haven't discussed it with you, but did you ever used to get a busted football? Fill it full of bricks. I knew what you were going yeah. to say, yeah. And leave her on the other side of the road. And call someone. And call someone and say, Mr. Will you kick that ball over? <laughs> hang on, hang on. We used to have it rehearsed at a tee. You'd show over. <laughs> Mr. Will you kick that ball over? My man won't let me cross the road. And man be coming up the way. Like Paul Pogba, they don't take the pen out, doing the little shuffle. Yeah, no, what up, pal? Doing the little shuffle. We're all there anticipating it. And he volleyed the yoke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least he was never chasing you. His so, fucking ankle be left on the side so, of the road. So me and Terrence grew up right beside each other, beside a football pitch. So we would have been there, but we didn't hang around together. Mm. And I was the group that didn't do that with the football. <laughs> and Terrence was the group that did. <laughs> so I know all about it, but I have a conscience. So we know we didn't ever uh, let but, anybody but break that power. I've talked numerous metaphors. I've seen it in action a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've seen people kick the ball full of house bricks and the ball actually come up into the air. That's how much power they put in the Thank God we live beside the Matter Hospital because <laughs> <laughs> they're going straight over oh, there. I've sent some numerous amount of people, boys, flowing down that trick, boys. It was a cracker yeah. back in the day. That's yeah. what they're bringing back. Shout out, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Adam Kane. Yeah, shout out to Adam. Me and Adam did a one day with a delivery driver. <laughs> and this fella chased those boys for about three hours straight. It's only one way in and one way out of the estate where my man lives, boys. We made the mistake of doing it in the estate. There was no way out. We just kept circling the block coming. And there's a conversation Yeah, you'll remember that one. Boys, I seen it yesterday, and I swear I was like, "Remember we used to as kids?" And then it got me thinking about the podcast. And we need to talk about more stuff like the old school stuff like that. Yeah. But I suppose it does depend on the time. Then I guess, and I'll be will. And it, it, it's a bit of a con because like, there's some shit that we used to do years ago, right? That's all in fun nature, and it was all about a crack back then. And it's even funny now, but if you say it out there, like the shit things people are like, oh, you was a scumbag, yeah. so you're like, relax, love. We were only knickknacking, do you know what I mean? But yeah. not obviously not with knickknacks, but stupid little things we yeah. used to do years ago. That'd be if you said that now, you'd be roasted. But it was just normal back then. Yeah, so man, you had kids to be out there bleeding, shooting each other, and all. We're just getting some cunt to kick a football yeah. full of bricks. I've seen, seen a kid with a kitchen knife on the kid. Yeah, man, he was an alien-looking cunt. What are you checking in? Boys, that's a story with that video as well. He is septic that young. It's not cool. It's Look disappointing at, to see. You'd rather see a load of yumplets out there telling people to kick the ball back across the road. Honestly, yeah. Then, <laughs> then wielding a big sword yeah. on the keys. You but know? but what, what, what's he getting out of that? But like walking yeah. up and down the keys. Does someone think he's a hard man? Where they're playing. Like, all, I know everyone there was like, who, like, who is this yumpler? Like, what's he up to? Like, you know no, what I mean? That's mad. Nobody's saying, Look at this mad bastard. Look at this legend. It's really, really disappointing to see when you think of it. Like, yeah. Yeah, because even growing up, like, I never knew anybody that had a knife, ever. You yeah. know what I mean? I knew nobody growing up that ever. Like, even you'd be fighting with one group or you'd be fighting with something. Not, like, a knife didn't even come into the equation. It was now. always a straight. Now, now it's all I'm hearing. Yeah. 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 Boys, it happened to us before. Now, we touched on this early on the podcast when we used to do the rave called the K-Hole. And uh, we used to have people from all over Dublin. Now, I mean, there was cunts coming in from Tallet and all. We're in the heart of town, so people were coming in. And a fella came in and... Uh, he was on his own. Now, he's a big fella, Tom. He was bigger than you, so he was a big fella. He must have been big. But he, he had a knife on him, yeah. But we didn't know he had a knife. But he went in and one of the boys came out and goes, that fella went in there, has a knife. So you're like, bollocks. Like, what, what, what do we do here, yeah? 
So we went in and said it to him. We're like, mate, walk out for it. We want to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, mate, what are you doing? Like, you have a knife. You can't be fucking bringing a How knife in. How did you know he had a knife? Someone told us. Someone seen him were in there. What was he doing? Taking out looking I don't know it? why he had a knife. I don't know, Tom. Like, someone yeah. just said that. So we were like, because the, the way we had it set up, yeah, if something went down, someone was dying. Like, <laughs> no, honestly, yeah, like, if someone yeah, got stabbed, yeah. you, you weren't getting the mill. Yeah. And you weren't yeah. getting an ambulance in. So, like, we were like, get, we got your man out. I don't know how exactly, but we got him out. And then he came up to us after. And I think he fucked her away. And he was, you know, he was out of head when he came up to us after. And he's like, boys, I'm sorry and all, but you don't realise, like, I'm at the coming in here. I don't know anyone and all. I was like, no. Why are you bringing a knife, knife though? That's because you don't know anyone. There's, there's, no there's no excuse. There's no excuse whatsoever. Fuck, how do you Depending know? On, like, regardless of the situation, there's no excuse. No, but like, that's the thing. No. And that's why... Anytime someone stabs someone, you should get done an attempted murder. 100%, definitely. Yeah. Oh, because it just can't, like, it's not acceptable here at the moment. It's not, because everybody goes, anybody I know says, no, that's not on, you know. Yeah. It's, it just can't become the norm. But the thing it's, about it is you can't stab someone accurately enough to know I'm, I'm on it to hunt him. I'm not going to kill him. Yeah. Even, even to be carrying a, a knife is, you have intention. Intent, what, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not okay. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not about that. Rather taking no. a, a dark tone there. We did take a dark tone, but it's definitely something that needs to story. be spoke about as well. But because, like, just a real quick one there. We get when we put up the questions, suggestions, feedback thing every week. We get a lot of uh, people asking us to talk about this, talk about that, and we uh, get asked to talk about knife crime a lot, and then things that's going on. But like. We sort of, we don't want to be about that either. Like, we want to let kids know, like, don't do that. I let people yeah. know out there. What's not right, that. No. But again, we're not fucking, we're not Paul Williams and we're not Nicola Tant and we don't want to just talk about Thank the God. fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> but we don't God. want to talk about crime every week and, and, and become that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, there's so many things we avoid every week because it's like, just leave that to the journalists, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let yeah. us have a break. Well, we're we're trying we, to shine a light by doing something productive. Exactly. To show people, we don't need to be highlighting the fact that there's negative things out there. We're trying to... Because there always will be negative things. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. We're, so we're, we don't have to talk about crime and drugs and this, that, and you know, we can, we're showing people here, this is why we have these guests on because we're highlighting positive things to come from deprived areas. Exactly, and that's that's something that I, I said that I want to touch on this week. Like, that's the main thing about, because me and Calvin, when we first set this up, like, we, we don't have, like, a structure of the guests we have on. We have a list of guests that we want to have on, and who we have lined up, we could get on any stage and stuff like that. And from day one, Thomas was one... Thomas, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Tomo, yeah sorry about him. <laughs> Tomo was one of the boys that we said from day one, we're getting Tomo on. And then we were thinking about getting... Are we giving him the ring, giving him a text, getting him on? And then Calvin was like, just wait till he makes... Till he shines pro. And once he does that, get him straight in there, because it'll be huge. And Spoiler then we'll yeah. <laughs> Spoiler now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let me tell me story so we can get on to that, yeah. So, uh I'm sure it's going to sound shite now. <laughs> Anyways. No, the last one was good. That's had to bring back some memories about yeah. the football field at Rocks. <laughs> so last week uh, when we had Gisty Diglum on and he was talking about going to court and the copper outside telling him, oh, don't worry about it, I'm not going to do this. And the copper stinging him in the courtroom then. So <clears throat> I actually have been to court. I've got a summons before, right? So, uh, tug life. life, yeah. <laughs> when, you hear, when you hear what it's for, you're going to be like, who's this fella? <laughs> but uh, anywhere, anywhere I walk or anytime I'm, I'm mingling with people not from Dublin, they always slam because I'm from Dublin. Like Connor himself, yeah, he'll tell you because he's a culty. They obviously like, oh, you, you, you scumbag, yeah. Uh, do you know this, Dan? You know, when you're up in court, you know the way the, yeah. the, the usual, the stereotype, having a joke about it. But a few, a few years ago, would have been about 10 years ago, I was in school. So uh, I went to school in Fairview, so I used to cycle home for my lunch, I used to get an hour for lunch, and I'd cycle back, grand, like, yeah. so I was cycling back to school uh, one day from my lunch break, and I was at the Ansley Bridge there, at the junction from uh, the Strand into Fairview, right, 
there was no cars coming, so uh, I was like, grand, yeah, cycle through the lights on my bike, and I heard a car, Vroom. I was like, that must be the blatant guard, yeah, so I thought they were going to bay past me, yeah, the copper cuts in front of me, handbrake up, and I had to jam on my brake, I was like, what the fuck's going on here, and the copper goes, where are you going, and I'm in my school uniform, I was like, I'm going to school, and you can literally see the school, it's about 100 yards in front of me, I goes, going back to school, and he goes, you went through a red light back there, I goes, there's no cars coming, he goes, you still went through a red light, so we took all my details down, yeah, the colour of my uniform, my shoes, everything. All these details down. I rock into school, yeah. Post you back at 2 o'clock. I, it was like 5 or 10 past 2. So I got detention by being late. And I was like, oh, I got stopped by the guard. And you're like, okay, you're still late. <laughs> so I'm fuming in the height of getting detention. That's grand. A week later, it was a midterm break. In bed. Dad comes bursting through my door. Tears me out of bed. Someone's down there for you. I goes, what? He goes, uh, were you driving... Ryan had only got his car at the time. We were yeah. only gone 17 ish, yeah. So Ryan was uh, forcing out my mates to get a car and he goes, You driving his car? I goes, No, why? He goes, Someone's down there you for a traffic offence. And I was like, One of the boys acting the bollocks had to get him pulled in the car and give him my name. Yeah. So I went down and I said, uh, A traffic offence on a pedal propelled vehicle. And I was like, ah, This ah, is a fucking wind up, right? <clears throat> I goes, This is a wind up. And I goes, my dad, fuck that in the bin. I am mind that. My dad goes, no, that's, that's a summons for court. If you don't go, you're going to get a warrant. And I was like, what? And he goes, this is very serious. You say this is 10 years ago. You were still in school. I was in sixth year in school. So uh, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And like, my dad's like, this is serious. If you don't go to court, you got a warrant. And that's even more serious then. So I was like, right, bollocks. But the court date was on a, it was on a weekday. So we had to go into school and say to them, yeah, like, cause the leaving cert's coming up. I was like, hey, I won't be here now, like, tomorrow at this time. I'm in court. And the school put me aside and I'm like, what, you're in court for? Like, don't think no serious. Like, I broke the lights on my push bike. <laughs> and they had to write me a letter and all, like, you know, like a, like a character statement thing, you know, to say, like, oh, he's a good young like this, that, and the other. And I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> so everyone think the mad serious and all. So I was like, right. So me and my dad cycled to court, up to the four courts, right? Did you break any red lights? Probably did. <laughs> so you go up to the four courts, that's grand. We go in and on the outside of the court, you see hills up and uh, the couple that has them up. So the couple had me up, had 13 people up. Every single person that was up that day was the one couple, right? So I'm in court and I'm listening to people who was going like 200 miles an hour down the M50 and swerving in there with cars and doing this and doing that. And then like the couple caught them and uh, whatever. And the judge is asking to explain ourselves this, that and the other. Then I get called up and I'm in my school uniform because I'm at the coming from school. Do you know what I mean? And uh, I stood up and the, the copper read out what was uh, going on. The judge was like, yeah, that's getting struck out. Like, right? what is that point in bringing you? But yeah, the copper sitting there with his head down after getting struck out, right? And I go to walk out and the judge calls me back and she goes, uh, Calvin, uh, I used to cycle around Dublin City in my youth and it's nice to see that the youth these days keep uh, are sticking to that trend keep it going she said and the copper sitting there with his head down That's and funny. I was like what the fuck is that the happening do yeah. they get some sort of bonus <coughs> for the amount of people well they get overtime for going to court do they oh they do yeah they get over- so we, we had this discussion before about Garda and resources and a solicitor reached out to us and she said that she's constantly dealing with people with like petty petty crimes and charges that's not even worth going to court for like smoking a joint and all and uh, she said to us well the copper gets overtime for going to court so we had 13 people up that day and I was wondering for breaking red light on a bike 10 years ago there's not enough guards well, in no, Dublin no, sorry, this was sorry it was 10 yeah, years 10 ago years. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying oh, no yeah, like yeah, 10 yeah. years ago yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like 
imagine these days the delivery drivers and all there's not enough guards in the country <laughs> yeah. to give out but tickets for breaking well, red I'm lights. conscious of that do you know when I'm driving and I do see like a, a cyclist pull up I do see them go through the red lights and I'm conscious of that and I do be like if there's a couple of hairs, they, they can get pulled for that. Like, yeah, it's like the Wild West. Honestly, <laughs> God, absolutely nuts, isn't it? Nuts. We give the guy a hard time on this video. Yeah, yeah listen, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> they, I don't want to say they deserve it, but there's a lot of incompetent police out there. Oh, one million percent. Is, there's Listen. a lot of incompetent people in general. I know, but like, if you're a cop and you're dealing with the public, you're there to maintain public or to maintain order in society. Yeah, and they cause more hassle than they prevent. I, I'd agree. I'd agree to an, to an extent. Like that copper treat me like I was at the snatch in a handbag. He pulled the handbrake in front of me on a push bike. I'm in a school uniform, taking down the details of the uniform and all. Mm. Like if you see a young in a blue uh, jumper and a pair of slacks. Tear them over. Yeah, mate, there's about 200 of them going to come out here at 4 o'clock. And break the same red light. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Imagine pulling someone down back to school over going through an empty junction now. I'd say fair enough if I was dodging cars. It was an empty junction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doorboard. That's mad. Yeah, absolute doorboard. That is mad. mad. <laughs> but, um, you have something you want to talk about. I do about. have something I want to talk about. Come on, I... we'll get to you, mate. Just relax. Yeah, yeah. come on, don't be worried about it. This must take a time to bring we, back we memories. We only brought me up for the company we did. Boy, did you, yeah. you get some support as well, is no, it? No, <laughs> what you remind me of there, actually, before you started, is I was yeah. doing me driving test. I failed it once. The second time I was doing it, I was doing me driving test, and there was... An, the driving instructor that was marking me and an inspector then that was marking him on marking me so the pressure was hard <laughs> <laughs> so we we pulled out uh, pulled out of the driving test centre in Fing the studio yeah, test in Fing yeah. and whatever route he brought me he brought me by a school that had just got off at lunch at one o'clock and there was bikes doing wheelies <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I was touching bikes everywhere. But I passed. I was all right. Yeah, yeah. no, just remind me of that time. Yeah. All the world fellas on bikes. Well, yeah, only, yeah. Uh, my two years was up there. I did a day. No Perf- end plates. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What day was it? Sunday or Monday or something. Me, me end plates. Mine was October. Was it? Yeah, two years in October. Yeah. In fairness, I never, wa- I never um, had any end plates, but sure look. Yeah, I never had them up <laughs> What does that mean? So when you pass your 30 test, yeah. Yeah, where you, when you have to do the 40 questions, you get an, you get your licence, a green licence, yeah? yeah, and you have to want L plate up in your car for a learner. But then when you pass your test, you have to put you get the pink licence and you put an N plate up for novice. But you have to keep that up for fucking two years. Or else you can get, just to let people know that you pass your test within two years. Which is ridiculous, and you can get penalty points and fine and all over it. That's madness. But I, I had the plates up, and then when I got a new car, I said, I'm not getting a new car and putting them plates up on it. Fuck mm. that. How <laughs> car is that the one I'm not doing? <laughs> Don't drag me into it. Exactly. I'm keeping quiet here, but I'm just staying quiet here, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I wanted to touch that something as well this week. Boys, I went to see a medium. Yeah. You ever gone to see a medium, boys? I said the last time you were a medium was a few years ago. <laughs> We're gonna finish that up there, boys. Wrap it up. Boys, I'm about to get roasted. I have got a bit of timber on me, but boys, you just give me a fucking break. uh, Roasted on your own podcast. (laughs) Boys, I don't even want to talk about it. No, did you ever go on Jay Medium, boys? Never, well, no, no. I did once, but I let you tell you a story before I get into mine. Did you go on Jay? No, why did you go on Jay? No, no, because it's a bit frightening, isn't it? No. Do you believe in it, Tom? Like that's the thing. I would say that I don't, but I think if I heard, you know, yeah, if I heard the stories, exactly I, what I would, me, you know. Yeah. Oh, so I, I, I always said that. I'd never going to see a medium. Like, what's a medium going to do? Like, I, I, 
in my head, there's no cunt out there that can tell me something that's like, no one knows, or shit like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was always sceptical. So, I got a friend of ours, Jen, got in touch with me and said that there's a medium there that she'll do a reading for me on a certain date or a certain time. Over the phone, boys, yeah? <laughs> right? So, I went and got this done, and I was like, it's over the phone. Like, never mind in person if they can read your body language, I've read something. This is over the phone. So, I was like... Right, come on. I, I says, yeah, no, but I acted excited. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> acted excited? Yeah. I was like, fuck this medium, boys, yeah. But I took the call, boys. Holy mother of cunt. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best thing I ever did in my life, boys? I haven't cried in years. I was crying and all on the phone. Boys, this was absolutely amazing. I cannot believe some of the shit that she said to me. Come here, you're going to have to tell us one thing. I will. I agree. So there was... There's a, not so, there's a part of people that can't laugh at me about I don't really want to talk about it, but I was going to hit for you. Yeah, deal, bro. Come on. So, oh, I don't ever want to say this, boys. I'm going to get roasted for this, right? Ever since the start of time, boys, since I came out of the realm of a bad phobia at Texas, right? <laughs> the place, yeah? Just, yeah. The place in America. Oh, Calvin, stop. Yeah, Calvin's full of faces. I right? know, I, I just... I yeah, it's really baffling. Com- I can't comprehend Texas, but... Yeah, boys, I've looked boys. this up, right? I've looked this up on Google for years. I've Is looked- it a thing? Please tell me it's a thing. It's not a thing. Ah, oh, I, I, if it was like Texophobia or something. That's yeah. what I thought straight away, Texophobia. It'd be fucking yeah. legal, wouldn't boys, it? Boys, I, I don't know. I'm I looked it up, there was no word for it. There was nothing for it. Um, and I don't know why. I've just always been, had a bad phobia, boys, and feel a bit itchy talking about it, right? I really do. But... Since like, I was a kid, see if I went to the gap, there's a Clint Eastwood film on me, Matt Hunter, because she knows I was going to flip the gap. Yeah. <laughs> don't be at that either. <laughs> Shit, yeah, so, Texas, you associate cowboys with Texas. Cowboys, Texas, deserts, cactus trees, <laughs> sand. Oh, Clint Eastwood getting it and all. Clint Eastwood, Lord, fucked a lot of them. Right, so, no, but really, boys, I'm a bad, bad further, and I really do, boys, and I do feel itchy talking about it, yeah? And uh, I have that ever since I was a kid, so I was on the phone to this medium, right, and she was talking bits and bobs about this, that, and the other. And then she says to me, completely off topic, like, um, I'm looking at your past life, yeah? Your past life person is here, or whatever, right? In your past life, um, I can see you're walking through a desert, and um, there's cowboys whipping you in the back. You're walking through a desert in Texas. Does this have anything, any meaning to you? And I was like, what the fuck, like, what is the chances of her saying? Of every single place in the fucking world, right? I never told that one this way, like, this year, in your past life, you were starved, you were getting whipped by cowboys, and you walked through a desert in Texas. Essentially a slave, but it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, so I was a Native American, supposedly, in my past life, and I'm walking through a desert in Texas, getting whipped, tortured, and starved. But I just You were a Native American in your past? Yeah. <laughs> but I just couldn't comprehend how she said Texas. Of, like, what's the chances of that, boys, right? Yeah. Now, that's just one of the stupid parts, but that's just something that I want to talk about, yeah? But then there's a more serious part, though, right? So, I, I'll say it. Fuck, I wasn't going to say it, but I'll say it. Something Man, I'm talking about. We've said worse things on this podcast. Yeah, no, this is just one of the more serious parts, of it, yeah? So, uh, she was talking to me about, there was so much, every single thing she said was correct. Every single thing about mad stuff. And then she says, so she says, how do I, I don't know how to start it. So she says to me, right, so my dad died, right? So we used to go out to my dad every single weekend, right? We, my ma and my dad weren't with each other, didn't live together. So my dad was down the flats and my ma, we lived with my ma. On the weekdays, we'd go out to my dad on the weekends, yeah? So the night my dad died, when we went down, me and my two brothers went down to the gaff. Uh, we went down, down the flats playing all day. My ma would stay down there with our friends for a few hours and then she'd fuck off on the Friday evening. 
or whatever there was and go home and wait to stay with that for the weekend. But we used to love it. Used to love going down, used to love the flats, love staying there, everything, it was all good. But this one night, um, I didn't want to stay. So I went down the flats playing all evening. My ma called us up because she was leaving to give her a hug, say goodbye. She'll see us on Monday or whatever. And I, I started sobbing. I was like, I don't want to stay. I don't want to stay. And my ma and my dad was like, why don't you want to stay? Like, you've, like we've never not stayed. We used to be buzzing to get out. And I was buzzing that day. But I got a mad feeling. I'm not going to say there was any spiritual feeling like that because there wasn't. But I just didn't want to stay that night. There was nothing anybody could say to me to make me stay. So I didn't stay that night. And that night my dad died, yeah? Suddenly, for, he was only, I don't know what he was, 42 or something like that. He was only young. Just took an epileptic fit and died, right? So that's the story. So this medium then says to me, um, your dad's here and he's saying that uh, you're, you're questioning about the night he died uh, and why he sent you home. And I sort of went, whoa, what the fuck? Like? And she goes, um, he just wants me to let you know that an energy, he sent the energy towards you to send you home the night he died because... Uh, you used to sleep in the bedroom, isn't that right? And I said, yeah. And she goes, in his words, he said that he didn't want to die in your arms. And I was like, I said nothing. I said nothing for this whole phone call. All she just kept saying was, yeah, yeah. And she said that to me, and I just went, what the fuck? That's mad. Like, how can she say that? Like, how can she know that? Like, how can she know that I didn't stay that night? How can she know I stayed in the bed? All this carry on. And then I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's absolutely nuts, like. And that's just one of the other things. And she was like, she was saying like, uh, the night your dad died, uh, he sent her home that night. And I was like, how she even know? Like, that I fucking wasn't there or anything like that. You know what I mean? So I told her nothing. And whatever I'm And I just thought it was amazing, boys. Thought it was that's little. Mad. And I had a good that little sob on the call. Thought it was little. And it was deadly. It was the best thing I've ever done. So, I do, sorry I, to kill us. No, to kill the boys, I don't know what I'd like to do. Like, I'm, I'd be interested. You, you're kind of interested. There was so, so much more. Boys, I did one that there. When we were in college, they got one in and they only did like 10 people or something like that, you know, because it was only in for the day and mm. there's only so many slots. But I knew your man who got the medium in. So I goes, yeah, put me in there and I'll go in. So we went in, mad sceptical. And uh, now, not like obviously touch wood, how you were saying that sad this, you don't want to say touch wood, but touch wood. When I went in, there wasn't anyone in my family, immediate family, that had died. <coughs> Pardon me, granddad. <coughs> but... I knew going in, like the most obvious thing when you see a young person coming into their room, especially a medium, is you know that they've gone through some kind of loss. So this is this is my perception of, of mediums, yeah? Nobody in a good frame of good frame of mind goes to a medium. No one's like, oh, do you know what? Everything is fucking great. I'm going to go see a medium. Am I right, Terrence? You're going through a bit of a bad patch, so you exactly said, I'll go to a medium. Exactly yeah? what it was. And that's why I, so I went in. I actually was doing all right. Yeah. So it's just the fact that someone brought a medium to the college and the opportunity was there. I was like, fuck it, I'm sceptical, yeah. I'm going to go. And I heard stories throughout the day, like a girl walked in, she lost her dad when she was a kid and she had like a, a locket with his picture and she tucked it into a jumper and supposedly when she walked in, the first thing the medium said was, your dad said uh, he wants to be on show, can you take your locket out? And like she what left, supposedly, fuck? right? She left then, bawling, crying about half an hour later because she said a load of shit. So I was like, that's mad. So I went in. My granddad's the only person I knew in my family that was dead. Uh, I had no relationship with him. I met him once in my life, yeah? So that was grand. Chrissy Dignam actually sang at the funeral. <laughs> I said <laughs> this to him last week. Yeah. So that was grand. I went in and uh, yeah, one is giving the laws and she was like, yeah, uh, oh yeah, your granddad wasn't in a good place with your nanny and that's why they weren't together. He was very abusive. And I was like, 
but that was common back in the day for a fella to be yeah. abused, like, you know, talked we're down not, to We're us. not condoning it either. No, but I mean, but like, it, it was, yeah. if you go back to, like, the 50s and 60s, for someone to be in, like, a domestic abusive relationship, it was common. Yeah. Like, the fella was very assertive, yeah. So, in my head, I was taking her all in, and in one area out the other, and she was like, so who's the musician in your family? I see a guitar. No one in my family plays an instrument. My ma side or my dad side, nobody is musically gifted, nobody. So I was like, yeah, grand. And then she goes, eh, and tell your ma not to get that second back operation. And I was like, oh yeah, my ma does suffer with her back, doesn't she? But fucking every ma does. Yeah. Every, every ma, That's every true. middle-aged woman suffers with her back. So I was like, grand. And she goes, yeah, yeah, granddad's here and he's with his brother. And I was like, all right, grand. And she told me loud of other shit or whatever. So uh, I left and my ma rings me after and she's like, yeah, so uh, what was said? And I said, this, Dan, the other about the music. And I go, she said, don't get the second back operation. And my mom goes, all right, that's great news. And I was like, all right, man, that's mad. And she goes, because I never got the first, she said. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I definitely won't get the second. <laughs> right? So I was like, fucking hell, like, all this shit. So I go back to the gaff then that night and there's a picture on the fridge of my granddad and this fella. And uh, I was like, man, what's the story with that? And she goes, oh, a woman gave that to me today and walk. She goes, that's our granddad and his cousin. So, because uh, I, sorry, I said it to her. I goes, does my dad have an uncle? And she goes, no, he didn't have, your granddad had no brothers. And she goes, oh yeah, that's his, that's his cousin. Uh, his ma reared him, so the two of them are like brothers. And she only got that picture that day. Now that's, that's, no, so, yeah, that, that's so, so I went from completely like, that was a load of bollocks saying, don't get the operation, this, that, and the other, and the music and all, to something like that. Yeah. And I was like, right, that was a bit weird. Yeah. But I still think, I'm still sceptical. I still think that, people go into them things, wanting to be told stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like, if you go in, let's say, I don't know, you lose your partner and you go in there, they're able to piece together, you know, like, oh, there's someone here and straight away you'll say, oh yeah, that's bleeding. So, do you think that like, do you think that like cowboys, you know? You, I, personally, I, I would be on the same thinking well, as you, like, I or, think the Because I, I, I know what way people think and I know how stories travel and I've been with people and something happened and then when we go to tell someone else what happened, they exaggerate it. And I'd be like, well, that's not how I remember it. So I know if you went to a medium and the medium said like, oh, there's a girl here. And she said, don't worry about the money. Like anytime someone does, money's always an issue. Yeah, no, listen, <coughs> I was thinking on, on the exact same lines as you there. And I took this phone call that day going, who's this? But most people, yeah. How does she think do. she's going to feel? She said every single name correct. She said, over six, seven people that have died that were close to me. That's mad. All that every... Now, I don't want to discredit what you yeah, said, no, Terence. Yeah. I don't mean, I'm not being no, disrespectful. No, like, do you know what I mean? Bro, I, no, 100%. I, I, yeah. No, I've had people, me, me and Auntie and all said to me, like, uh, they're at the booking with this girl and stuff like that, and they were like, listen, I went to see one before, and they were showing this, and you know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you that they, your one's going to be good either, yeah. I'm saying, but my one was fucking good. But that's good. what I mean. How, how, can say, how can they be shy? If they're actually seeing somebody and they're being told these messages, how can that be shy? There's yeah. obviously con <coughs> men out there, though. There definitely pe- is. Pe- pe- people that will study and study and study to get all the right things they boy, can I think, I think they say something vague. And then yeah, you but this paint is the it. rest of the picture. Exactly. I, I thought personally exactly. that they just say really generic things yeah. that people can latch on no, to no. and then build a story from that. That's but what I but for someone that mentioned Texas or dimension, yeah. no. Well, like, yeah. like your mum, like when that your mum said madness. to me, your granddad, and I went, yeah, she just went with it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so exactly. like, oh yeah, he's here. Yeah, because you know, someone young is there, more than likely, uh, their grandparents could be dead, if not exactly. that, um, if they're not their parents. But everyone who goes there is there for a reason. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like, my own board went to one and she was told stuff as well and 
like I, I'd say if you actually sat down and went back through that because at the time like some stuff did match up but I, I'd say if you go back through it now you'd be like well that was bollocks one of that was bollocks but sure look I, 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 I don't know I, I'm sick of him in the card my one like not that I'd be fucking on here look, man, look if it makes you feel better Terrence all yeah, the power to exactly, it you know what I mean exactly. yeah, I absolutely loved it and there wasn't a thing she said that was wrong of course she said future things I can't say whether they're good bad whatever they are yeah. but everything that she was able to say to me in terms of did she say anything about Joe Rogan Yes, she said that I'm smoke. Did she say you're coming into a few, Bob? <laughs> say no more, yeah. <laughs> or I think we're at the end of enough rambling on, Tomo. God knows how far we've gone into this episode already without getting the fuck. Yeah, so thanks, thanks for coming on, Tomo. We'll wrap that up there. <laughs> 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 That's what it's great having you on. <laughs> but, um, Bring Thomas. us right back to the start, Tomo. It's all about you today. We're at the harp and harp of the world there. So bring us right back to the start for you, where you're from, what life was like, <coughs> all of that carry on. Where I'm from, what life is like, yeah. So uh, I'm Thomas Cardi, yeah? yeah? Not Tomo, but right. a lot of people call me Tomo. Mm-hmm. So we're going to run with Tomo for today. So Tomo Cardi, I'm from the Broadstone. So, Broadstone. Which is Dublin, Chevenal. That was very well spoken, boys. I don't know how we got out. You Dublin like 7, that. yeah. So, I lived up the road from you. From me, yeah. yeah I know yeah. Tomo since long before he was able to fall Jay Wanyan and he up at the same time. Yeah, so from Dublin 7. Um, what else would I go with? Where I went to school? Went to Clash Where school, Went to Clash the Irish school in Parnell Square. What was life like growing up? Life is good, ground. Like, I don't have, you know what I mean, necessarily have a, a sob, sob, story. A sob story. Exactly, and, that, and that's what yeah. I was sort of saying. Obviously, we had a chat, me and Tom, before they come on, I was sort of saying, like, this isn't a podcast. <laughs> a lot of people are starting to think, like, you need the blade and have 72 charge sheets to go to the podcast. <laughs> no, you like, have to have done at least two years in Clover Hill. It's yeah. not like No, that. no, no. Life, life, life was good growing up, yeah. yeah. Like, no, there's no major traumas around yeah, like no that. Yeah, no trauma, or, no uh, charge sheets. No, no charge sheets. No, it was a good jump. I didn't drink till I was God knows what age, 18 or 19. Still and don't drink, drink that much. Now? No, I wouldn't be into it, no. Yeah. I do drink. Yeah. And, like, I, I like the drink, but, like, maybe once and then pack it in for another few months. Yeah, because you sort of have to. For your lifestyle. Well, yeah, for the lifestyle, and it doesn't agree with me. I, I can't de- deal with hangovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can't do hangovers at all. So uh, I don't enjoy it. That much. I enjoy it there and then, like you know, if there's an event coming yeah. up, or, you know, I, I'm not in training to socialize. Yeah, I, I would go out and drink zero uh, percent uh, drinks. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, no problem. I was drinking the other night actually. Yeah. Just to, to stay social. I know you can drink cans of Coke and stuff like that, but I don't know what it is about having a bottle or a can. It's yeah. like you know what I mean. Different vibe. It's sort of. Uh, it doesn't separate you from the room as well sometimes, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Look, yeah, when yeah. you still see the green bottle with the fucking wrapper <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah, like, where someone sees you with a point of they're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's taking all in. And yeah. then people get sceptical. Now the boys are on the hill for an People get mad paranoid not about me. And yeah. they just have an hour <laughs> and grow up. You don't drink at all, Calvin. Don't drink at all, mate. What's I said they were a point of blackwood in the water. Unreal. No problem, yeah, no, fair yeah. play. That's tops, yeah. isn't it? Fair play, yeah. It's a good message to be putting out there as well, isn't it? Do you know what really annoys me when people are like, do you want a non-alcoholic? They're fucking sceptic, me. And... And I, I, I like price. the taste. I would. I, yeah, I'd but like they're rotten though. I don't. I don't like the taste of it. Yeah, it's rotten. Exactly. You know what I, mean? yeah. I don't, I don't, know, what I don't know what it is. Like placebo effect. You know what I mean? Uh, that's yeah, why I yeah. think. Well, I personally think it, it helps people who are like recovering alcoholics. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. there is the placebo. Yeah, 100%. yeah. To help you fall on the bandwagon. Yeah, 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 but sorry, Tom, we're going on a tangent there. No, 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 absolutely. So um, you went to school, Parnell Square. Parnell Square was forced. So primary school, and and then secondary school went to Clashmore and Cabra. So what was school like? Skill was good. Like I don't think necessarily skill was for me, but I wasn't that bad in skill. Did you finish? 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Finish. Yeah, no, definitely. This is the finish. hell world spoke. <laughs> no, no, yes, no, 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 no. <laughs> Too much of a goody two shoes. I'm not on this podcast. No, he, goody two shoes. No way. Just say that you're back at the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. I actually. Th- think it back now, it's thrown out before me leaving, sir. Yeah, look, think it back now, you never finished, eh? you're right, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Ah, uh, you got no. four charge sheets, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. No, lads, good jumbler. So I, yeah. I wasn't malicious or anything like that, but it was an awful mess. I, I had yeah. about five journals. It's full, an all-boys school. Notes. No, mixed school. Yeah. Irish school, actually, yeah. I yeah. don't know whether I said that already, yeah. yeah. Irish yeah, school, which is strange, like, you know. But, yeah. Yeah, no, um, so school, yeah. You were fucked out before you finished? So it was never, like, bad in school. It was never, like... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It was just a really bad mess, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, really. Every well, not disrespect, is, not disrespectful. Exactly. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be disrespectful to people, yeah. but just love messing with the lads. And like stuff myself, like that. I'm telling yeah. you, exactly yeah, what happened. That's what I think about when I hear that. I think about Calvin. Yeah, like, you know? like, like, hyperactive. I was good in school. Like I, academically, I, I could get the work done. Yeah, but the messing was better. Yeah, yeah, messing was great, crack. But I, see, I don't think necessarily skill was for me. Like. Why can't they, um, why don't they have classes on sport and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Or, they have like, PA only, that you do over a handball. Or we didn't, even, the we didn't even have PA. Like, we, we didn't even have PA. Did you not? Not really. What did like, you do instead of PA? You know, Business or went, something. Went, no, went down to the yard and, I don't know, kicked the can around, kicked footballs around, stuff like that. Yeah. Skill was terrible for sport. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and that's but that's think, the one area I would have excelled was yeah. sport. I think we're getting better now, though. Oh, we are improving now, definitely, yeah. yeah. Like in my old skill, like my brothers are in and out. They don't like technology classes and all. It's only like seven. They don't technology classes, bro. There's only seven skills or something. I think it's actually less in Ireland down and there down one of them. And I was like, that is unbelievable. Like, well, that, that, that's Great opportunity. Definitely yeah. be useful. Like, you know yeah, I mean? of course. You know I mean? yeah. But instead of saying right, hey, look, yeah, you have your business, you have biology, and you have Irish, and then you go with that and you get them amount of points and you do this and you do that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. This is opening up other doors. You know? Yeah, definitely. I think we're gonna get more uh, practical. Going forward, yeah, with education, real life skills. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What age are you going into boxing? Now? Boxing. So I started off. I was always into sport, big time. So I kind of messed around in boxing growing up. I was actually first boxing club I ever went to was uh, Fisborough Boxing Club. Yeah. Back in the day, I think everybody from the area yeah. was in that, and I missed a few sessions one time. Went back and. It was uh, Jamie Hamilton. You know Jamie Hamilton? Yeah. His dad went mad at me one time and he scared me off then. I didn't go back. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm not going back to him. He's mad cranky. But, uh, so I started there. Then I went to, I don't know, like a couple of weeks in St. Saviour's, which is where you're yeah. from down that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, that's where we so are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done a few weeks in St. Saviour's. Never really stuck at it. And then I went playing like uh, football. So, uh, like football, football. So, like this is, this, uh, so I call Gaelic football football. Yeah. I don't watch... Soccer, yeah, I call it. That's yeah, I don't watch it. Surely, if you want any way smaller to jump over that table and hit, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna take. No, it. I know it's, it's, con- it's controversial, but I it don't is watch controversial. it. Controversial, very controversial. Philly McMahon wasn't happy about it when I said it to him. Remember? And hell, we got a little message as well. A little message yeah. about it. Someone left a review on a, Apple Podcast. A review saying, said, "I can't put up with just slagging Nicola Talent anymore." Right. And I was like, all right, Fuck mate. Nicola Talent. Fuck her. And yeah, it's justified why we give her a hard time because she gives people from our area a hard time. Yeah. So uh, he said that and then he goes, the straw that broke the camel's back was telling Philly McMahon that soccer is bigger than Gaelic in Ireland. And I said, I still stand by that statement. No, I, Philly made a great point as in like what the 
pause on that like that be able to sell out no. pork and stuff like that yeah. <laughs> not in a million years not in a million years you can't sell out daily man there's 22 yeah. seats <laughs> <laughs> there's more seats in this room <laughs> so he made a great point in that but I do know what Calvin was saying but I guarantee if you were to, if you were like to say can we get every United and Liverpool fan into Crow Park you'd sell it out 10 times over ah, from Ireland out in Ireland. how many people from Ireland travel over on a weekly basis to Anfield or Old Trafford. But what are you trying to compare here? Because I, I would stand by saying that GA is bigger than soccer in Ireland. It, it, more than it's, 100 it's, it's, times. It's bigger than Ireland. I would say 100 it's, times. It's, it, no, no like, I'm exaggerating there, but I'm just saying it's way in, bigger. In terms of Ireland soccer, it's bigger. But in terms of soccer, many people. And, uh, boys, as well, we're saying soccer just because like we're talking about Gaelic and soccer, so we have to sort of separate. Differentiate, yeah. Anyone that says soccer should be bleeding, sure. But, uh, yeah, no, I think in terms of Irish football, and Irish Gaelic, Gaelic's obviously bigger. But if you had to put football fans in general, you know, you're Liverpool, all that carry on anyway. I think look how many young let's play just soccer. I know, yeah, but... Th- That's what I mean. Like, growing up, none of my friends play Gaelic. We all Nobody played play for O'Connell's down your way, no? The odd one or two probably when you were 11 I for the crack. I had no friends in Gaelic, none at all. For the crack, but like no, no, no one's club in our area, which is actually a well, big that's, problem. That's, a big that's, problem. that's a huge yeah, problem. Yeah, I played that's in Clontarf, that's where I played. That's what I wanted to Hang on, hang on, what? No, I was going to say it's probably a Dublin thing. It could be a Dublin thing. And who's the, the best at Gaelic? The, the soccer thing. Yeah, soccer is much smaller outside of Dublin. 100%. Yeah, because yeah, you're, you're not allowed to play soccer outside of Dublin. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not even joking. You go down to the likes of Clare and Mayo and all, they won't let you play uh, football. Why? They won't. You have to play Gaelic. No, no, no. It's, no, it's, it's no, seen no, as... No. The GA oh, is just bigger in their areas. No. Liam Miller, rest in peace, when he died, they wanted to do a benefit gig for him down in uh, Parky Quave, down in Cork. And what happened? They had to get permission from the GAA because they weren't allowed to play soccer on that pitch. That's absolutely <coughs> nuts. Right? Do, do, you nuts. Think, do you think Old Trafford would let all the boys off the Dublin thing go over and kick a lot of footballs around in Old Trafford? Of course Trafford? would. No, they would. This is dinosaur stuff though, what you're talking I about. I know, like, but not a chance. When we were in school, yeah, I never played Gaelic in my life, but I went... I heard I was like, oh, there's a match on. If you will, you come out. And I said, of course, getting out of class, of course, you know. <laughs> That's why like, for everything. Two of the boys, absolute unreal at football. Yeah, one of them I think was playing. But I think he could have been called up around that one stage. They were nuts and people on the pitch, and the teacher was from Galway. Yeah, Gwell talked earlier. Ran amok. Don't ever do that again. You better pick that fucking ball up. And like, I'm looking, I'm like, oh, the teacher's coaching. You know, like that? Yeah. And that's how serious he was. He goes, you pick that fucking ball up, he said. That's don't so passionate about that. They don't take... No, it's good to see. It's great. And because it's, great it's seen as a British thing. And they're still in that mindset, though. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. I, I just think, like, why young let's play soccer than play I don't play think they're still in like, that mindset. I just think the GA has a huge following in Ireland. It does, you know what I mean? Of course it does. No, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love it. It's great. I've been, have you ever been to a Gaelic match or no, a Hola match? Unbelievable. I went to a Hola match there, I think it was 2019, and it was unreal. And I, do you know what I love about it as well? The fans aren't uh, segregated. You just got to take for that match if you go yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go yeah. in and sit down. You oh, know what I mean? Stumbling out of But you know if you went to Old Trafford, Terence, and you were a Liverpool fan, you're in the away end. Mm. Yeah. Or, or if you were seen wearing yeah. Liverpool jersey, you're thrown out of the stadium. Yeah, you'd be a pulp. For security reasons. Yeah. We went, I went, my boys from Wexford, we went to Wexford and Tipperary, and it was the All Ireland semi final. Semi final. And uh, you're sitting there, there was gangs from Wexford to my left, gangs from Tipperary to my right, all in the same row. And then there was cunts from all over Ireland. Just and Calvin standing there in a Rovers jersey. Yeah, it was, I had <laughs> money on the match, I had to go. <laughs> that's, that's mad. I hear stories, my granddad's from Offaly, and I hear stories of him in Crow Park back in the day, and he'd be fighting with like 
fellas beside him punching the head off each other over matches <laughs> that are going on because you just be all in amongst each other. Yeah, yeah. that's nuts, yeah. isn't it? So that's but it's mad the way it works, isn't it? Like whereas yeah. you go to a football a football ground and it's like, now nah, you're over yeah. here, you're over there. But for obvious reasons, we, I can't go, look out a West Ham game. Damn boys, but, they both. Boys, I went to United and Chelsea at the start of last season. We hopped off from four 0 and uh, Pulisic made his debut. I think it was his debut, but he came off the bench and a fella stood up in the middle of the crowd. Yeah. Zipped off his top and he had a Chelsea jersey on. He had a USA flag and he had Pulisic on the back and the stewards dragged him over. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. He thought he was, yeah, you know, giving her all this American and all. Yeah, girl, that was how you dope you. <laughs> <laughs> the lads are fuming. Fuming? We beat them 4 0. Oh, you beat them 4 Oh, sorry, I thought it was the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Hopped off and 4 0. But sorry, Tom, anyways, you uh, play Gaelic. Yeah, I played, yeah. So that's what I started off playing seriously. And uh, I was good at it, really. Who were you playing for? Um, Scully Cunnell in Clontarf. So, not O'Connell's, they have like a club then as well, you know what I mean? They're the same colours. Now, I always found that strange. Tough old sport, that game. It is real. Unbelievable. Boys, yeah. I, I dabbled in it with walk. They used to do a thing. It was called like the four floor challenge. You actually done on the Easter weekend. So, there was four floors in the building, and every floor had to put in a Gaelic team to play each other. Unreal. Like, like, as in, the winners played the winners then, you know, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I swear, I was like, yeah, go out then. My God, it's tough. And that, yeah. that wasn't even like 15 on 15. That was like bleeding, I don't know, 11 or something. Yeah, 11 because yeah. the numbers. Yeah. But my God, it's tough. Tough game, yeah. And like, and the, the, the people playing... Then. <laughs> Look yeah. at me fingers. Bro, there's there's people playing who like play guy and I'm like, look at the boy, catch him, yeah. And like, they just bounce off you. And they're yeah. like, oh, oh, put that ball on the ground let me kick her away. Yeah. <laughs> but Holland, that's next level. That, that's, oh, so like, Holland as well, Tom, People yeah. don't understand. So, I would have been like... A decent, very good footballer, yeah. Back in the day, I tried to play Horland, but Horland is a different kettle of fish. It is. Like, really. They look, bro, deserve. Look at them fingers. That finger's broke from playing Horland. That finger's broke. Fingers and, I was, like and, I, and he's a boxer. <laughs> and I wasn't even that good, you know yeah, what I mean? I used to yeah. just play to make up numbers because it doesn't have as much support as football has. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I used to just play because they try and make it be... Um, they're trying to make you play both. You play football and Horland. So one week was football. The next week, the whole place was Horland then. Because you know, the club yeah. wasn't that big. You know, we all played. You didn't have enough this No, we didn't have games. enough. So, yeah, so we split it that way. So I just played to keep busy then, I suppose. Yeah, is it st- it's not still on Sky Sports anymore, isn't it? I'm not too sure now. I mean, is that, Connor? Can you... It's on any station anymore at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose. No, but... Remember they had that deal with Sky, didn't they? And I think like, it's still it's still going. I don't not on Sky. I Is don't think. Not? Remember, well, there's no matches on obviously at the moment. I know, yeah. but there was yeah. matches well, on. I'm tr- yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to remember. I'm not too sure. But well, I haven't seen anything had, to change. Have they been on Sky? You haven't been on Sky in a couple of years. Are they still on Sky? Remember, mm. and they, they opened up the uh, world audience, so everyone's like, "What the fuck is What's this?" What's going on yeah. Everyone oh, on Twitter yeah. talking about Horland. Yeah. yeah, but like they appreciated. Fucking right, it's, yeah, it's, it's the fastest field game in the world. Yeah. Fastest field game in the world. Is yeah, he? yeah. Boys, when I went to that match with Wexford and Tip, yeah, the that slitter, would have been a serious. Fight. It was a serious game. Yeah. The slitter got knocked into the corner, right, and your man ran off Wexford. So it was he was shooting in that goal. Yeah, so the defenders coming in behind him, and he stepped his foot over the ball and nuts your man with the slit. And I was like, oh my god, he is at the roasting him. Yeah, and like everyone else, like yeah, like there's, that's that's normal. I was like skills on show. Like, it's not just it's not just fucking flicking the ball over a hole and and lettering it. Like there's yeah. so and that's going hard on. enough to do as it is. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Did you ever try and hurt? Did you ever try and hurt a slow? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever get that shock up your wrist? Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> wrong, that's a man that? with soft hands. There, big time. You'll know it's the best slow you as well. But sorry, I'm not going No, it's hard not to go off on a tangent. It's bringing yeah. back memories, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. It. This is just a chat, Tom. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was playing football up until about 16. I was, I got tall really quick. So, I was really tall from about 
I'd say 14, 15, but I was like a lot, I was skinny, you yeah. know what I mean? So um, I was real tall and skinny, and I wanted to try and build up a bit of strength for the football, because I was taking, you know what I mean, football fairly serious at the time. Um, I would have been on trials with Dublin and stuff like that coming up through the years. So I was taking it fairly serious, felt I was lacking a bit in the strength side. So I ended up getting into boxing through Git Conway, actually. So that's one of my uncle's best friends. That's he was my best cousin, man. Yeah. Been, your cousin, yeah. yeah. So he brought me to his club that he was in. Um, and it's mad how quick it moved then. So I started boxing. I was doing both at the same time. So I was trying every day of the week. If I wasn't at football, I was at, um, I was at boxing. And what happened was the boxing started to get really busy. I would say I caught on very fast. I would have been a good, like good all round the kind of and athlete, natural, athlete yeah. going into it. Yeah. yeah. Like I played, I, play, I did play soccer as well. Coming through, I played for Crumlin and I played for Leeward Celtic and stuff like that on the south side coming up as well, but didn't really like it that much. Uh, yeah. I played for Bowes as well, funny enough, <laughs> but I didn't really like it that much. So the, as I was taking football really serious, I started the boxing and then boxing really started to take off for me. People were recognising how good I was very fast. So I started to lose a bit of interest in the football. Mm. And eventually I chose then, you know what I mean? Now, if I, if I wasn't boxing today, I'd still be playing football 100% because yeah. I'd love to go back and play. But I can't with boxing to pick up too many injuries. So yeah. that was at about 15, 15 16. I That's very late to get into the game as well, isn't it? It is and it isn't. Like, you know, it depends who you compare it to. Like, you know, it, a lot of uh, bigger fellas start boxing later on. Like what age was Joshua when he started? There's a story about him 18, being 18, old, 19, 18 or 19 yeah, when yeah, he yeah. first put a blade glove on. Yeah, you know, you know what, what I mean? mean? So you, is, that, is that like more a heavyweight thing, would you reckon? I, I'd say so, like, because other sports that you can do, like the likes of um, a lot of rugby fellas try and get into boxing and they'd be really well developed. They're always heavyweights, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Very well developed physically. So it's easy for them to make the transition then into boxing, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I started at about sixteen, which I, I wouldn't have classed as late, but you're definitely playing the catch up game at that age. Like yeah, because now it's usually not... when you talk to someone who's who's a boxer, when did you start on oh, boxing since I'm late seven or eight, you know? Yeah, like they usually they usually in the, the smaller weight classes. Yeah, usually, but that's what I wanted to say to you. Were you always boxing at a heavier weight class, or yeah, anyone you know who boxes they cut weight. Everyone had to cut weight, and yeah. that I did. Up... I did cut weight for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So when I started, I was uh, seventy five kilos. So it was... 70, like a, you were 75 kilos at a stage in life? When I was 16. Fuck he was born man. that way. But yeah. I was, you know, I was 16, very skinny, shredded yeah. to pieces at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, had no strength as such. I had a lot of, like, you know, I was naturally strong, but had no real strength, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I would have had to cut weight, obviously, when I started boxing, 75 kilos. Then I I moved up to 81. Um that's that was, that's a serious way to be at that age, so isn't it? Oh yeah, very happy. I have a little brother, Liam Card. He's um, sixteen. He's ninety-one kilos. Ninety-one, <laughs> and he's he's oh. into the gym. It's a big bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boys, yeah, so at 16, yeah, sixteen. Boys, I remember I was six foot two. Yeah, twenty-two, and I was seventy-five kilo. Oh yeah, I don't. Think I weighed myself this morning eighty-four. I'm the heaviest I've ever been now. I'm about 82 kilo at the minute. The heaviest I've ever it's been. Mad. Yeah, it's mad. But obviously, but you know what I mean? If, I, if I'm sense. big, he's going to be big as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, and then I have a sister that's five foot two, Elena. She's tiny. So I don't know. She must belong to the postman <laughs> or something. Postman's baby. Yeah, postman's baby. Yeah. Your mom has to answer the question. But uh, no, I just found that baffling because I had mates who all the box are a decent level growing up. And you know when they're, they're going over to the stadium every weekend, this, that and the other. And they're con- constantly cutting me. Yeah. Cut me. And I, I never, like, it baffled me. I'd be like, would you not just say, right, I'm 80 kilo. Well, for example, yeah, I'm 80 kilo now. I'm staying at 80 kilo. Yeah. 
and instead of killing yourself to get down like why not cunts are losing 10 kilo and all yeah, like, I don't yeah, know yeah. because there's cunts that are like naturally walking around they're saying 90 kilo so the cunts that are saying they're cutting 10 then they're cutting the 10 kilo and then they're refueling again although it's a well, uh, know, it's still, like, don't cunt, talk about well, like it's easy no cunt weight is not good for you either no, no. are monsters compared to the boys at 8 um, do you know yeah. what I mean and it's that advantage so I did, I've cut 10 kilo in a week before like I, I have done it so it got serious for me very quick after about a year and then um it was in the next, so I started in, say, 16. The 15, I started. The next year, then 16, I won my first dollar in the title at 91 kilos. Is that technically heavyweight then, isn't it? That's, in amateurs, it's called heavyweight, but it's actually cruiserweight, so 91 yeah. kilos is called heavyweight. And in the amateurs, it goes, like, light heavyweight, heavyweight, and super heavyweight, which is 91 plus. So I won my first dollar in the title at 91 when I was 16. And you say I forced how many All-Ireland titles did you win? Uh, three. Three all Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I won my first one when I was, um, I was 16. Are you fighting big fridges? Like, at the time, like I said, I was tall, I was very tall and skinny. And the fellas I remember fighting at that age, like, it, there's not that many people that way. That's what that I was going to say. So, some next, of the fellas yeah. would have been, like, you know, small fat lads or no. small and stocky and stuff like that. So, the time I won at my first all in title, I fought a fella from... Tony Gall and he was blocky like I think he hadn't been beaten in years no one of these wonder kids or something farmer, like that yeah. but I, I, I'm not going to say I, I wasn't amazingly I wasn't amazingly skilled but I was a really good athlete so yeah. I used to hit people and they wouldn't be able to hit me back you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. that was back when it was points so that was at 91 kilos and then I entered so the levels is like novice so I was a man then apparently as soon as you turn uh, about to turn 17 you're not a kid anymore so there's like novice level, intermediate level, and then elite level. So usually, like you do the uh, intermediates when you're like about twenty. I ended up doing them, entering them when I was sixteen, just to keep busy. So I was like, no, feck, I'll do it. I'll fight. They were men, effectively. Like there's some thirty year olds in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I said no, I'll enter just to keep busy because there was nothing for me then until the following year. So uh, entered then actually at eighty five kilos. So I came back down. So I was after losing a couple of kilos. And I ended. I had four four very hard fights in, in that tournament. Ended up winning another all Ireland title against fellas that were five, six, seven years older than me. Then you know, yeah. so that's when I knew it was getting serious. People are starting to notice then. And um, next all Ireland title then after that was I would have been twenty one. I won the under twenty two championship. I would have been twenty. Yeah, twenty one. Won the under twenty two championships, and that was to get a chance to go to the Europeans, which were in Romania that year. So I ended up winning the All-Ireland title that time at super heavyweight. So is it finally at the weight that I'm I'm at now? Weight class, you know what I mean? Um, won the All-Irelands there. Was trying on the Irish team then to go to the Europeans. I actually ended up getting picked as captain of the team then as well. So that was a, a big achievement for me yeah. back in the day. How many times have you been away with Ireland? Too many to even count. Yeah. You know More what I mean? 20, through, like... through all them years. Uh, be, like, about 20 times. About 20 times. And that's a lot of trips. That's a lot, lot of trips. Like, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have got called first first ever international call up was against Scotland back in the day. I would have been I think seventeen, sixteen, seventeen against Scotland, and they brought a team over and we went up to Derry and we met in a hotel in Derry and we all had a uh, we all fought against it was Ireland versus Scotland and that was my first international win actually that was yeah so you never I'll actually never forget that one that's a good memory to have as well yeah, yeah. you know hundred percent but come here, you were never you were never really a scrapper growing up were you Tom. Like, no, it wouldn't have been a mad streak, you know. Like, yeah, like I, I, I know you since we're young, like, we, I know of you as well. And when you made this big, like, 
big moves in boxing. I was like, that's a weird one because I never heard of you. I would have thought yeah. from Ash yeah. Aquarium. Yeah, well, this is it. I would have been. But I knew you, a big you were never a big boxer, as in, like, you know, when you. You heard of a young when you were growing up. Personal you know dirty. he's a boxer. Ryan he's a boxer. Ryan. Yeah. He's a boxer. Yeah. But that's yeah, that's how I'd know. Yeah, but true Ryan, I'd know other people. Yeah, definitely. Because I see him there. I know him from boxing. You know, like that. So I only started when Ryan, your friend, was big. Yeah. You know, I was in the same club as Ryan. So yeah. I only started when he was like, you know what I mean? He was the man, basically, when I went down mm. there. You know still what I mean? Still is the man. Still, still, still is the man. Yeah. I've seen the man move. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is, I would have started. There was huge hype about him. I know he was just at the moving yeah, to that club, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I don't fit the, the typical stereotype of a troubled young that goes around baiting people. No, no. Like, you know, I, I come from the more athletic side. Yeah. I really like boxing. Th- to be honest with you, the reason I like boxing so much is because I was playing a team sport, Gaelic football, and you'd have a load of lazy cunts around yeah, that wouldn't be putting in the effort. You want to rely on yourself. So boxing team. is, if you win, it's all on you. And also if you lose, it's all on you. Yeah. And I like the pressure of that. You yeah, know what I mean? I definitely. like that, being all on me. But what I wanted to know really is, Tom, is what is your record outside the Quins? Outside the Quins? <laughs> I'm 27 and 3. <laughs> so I like that. Outside the Quins... Like a few sticky situations there. Floody used to do the door, so I'm not Aww. gonna. I'm not gonna say too much. Boy, you don't need yeah. to say. Thomas Flood used to do the door, but undefeated is all Bro, I'm gonna say. It's a guarantee in life. It's like death, taxes, and a scrap out. And a black queens. guy outside the kids. It's guaranteed. I'm yeah, the yeah, telephone yeah, box. Yeah. Black guy, one and all outside the kids. Yeah. That's wrong. That's all down to Queens and that Rockefeller vodka back in the day. It was two oh, euro, two euro for a vodka. Pop? Yeah. And Red Bull. Yeah. Unbelievable stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah undefeated outside Quinns is all yeah. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. What's your record outside the living room? No, I, I didn't really go that much. I know all the bouncers in the living room, to be honest. I inspired a couple of them, so they, they all look after me. I never yeah. got into trouble. Yeah. Now. That big, massive fella, yeah, that's me. They're bro. all big, massive that's fellas. That's me, mate. No, but you know, the fe- there's one fella that looks like a man out of the Avengers. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, what's the big fella's name? The Hulk? No. The, <laughs> is he green? What's the big fella <laughs> with the... Never watched a Marvel film in my life. Thor. No, the, Who the bad guy in... in uh, Thanos. Thanos, yeah. The fella in, in the living room that looks like Thanos has what? the same hands. Uh, yeah, is he purple? <laughs> he might no, as well. No, purple fella in the living room. <laughs> His blood pressure's through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> but as you were saying, yeah, so... How old are you now, Tom? 25. 25. And, right, so when did you decide, right, I'm kind of hitting a glass ceiling here? So... Gonna a, transition. Well, I, I remember you always talked about your dream to go to the Olympics. Yeah. You said that a lot, so talk to us about that. So, there's um, there's a lot of politics in boxing, in, in amateur boxing, Definitely. you know what I mean? There's an, as you know, if, you, if you're in the circle, there's an awful lot of politics in amateur boxing, so... It's not as straightforward as no, like, I'm going to win not, all these fights and yeah, I'm going to no, the Olympics. It's not that's what I thought it was. No, I was like, that's, no, that's no. handy. How it should be. Exactly, yeah. it, it should be, listen, you win that tournament there, you're on that yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, politics in amateur boxing, so that's why I'm just focused on turning professional now and looking forward so to yeah, my yeah, career yeah, as a professional. Turn a professional <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to let the guy out of the bag there, yeah. He said at the start. Yeah, yeah no, I suppose. Yeah, I, want, you, yeah, I wanted him to touch on that as no, well. No, no, no. So th- that's it. There's a lot of politics involved in amateur boxing, and I have some really good memories and stuff like that. Um, in the amateurs and some really great experiences and stuff that I'll tell my grandkids about like when I, you know what I mean when I'll think back but uh, I'm really focused now and looking forward to turning professional yeah but did I come at crossroads where you'd be like look at it's either really push for the Olympics and then I'll go pro or fuck I'll just go pro now kind of thing it was always do you know what it was it was always my dream like when I used to box and stuff like that I used to always think to the future 
the the ring walk. Yeah, the, you know what I mean. No vest on. Yeah, no head guard. No head guard. No, the head guards were taken off. I know, only, but yeah, head no head guard. Yeah. Those little small gloves, like bare knuckle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Walking out to the ring, which I walk out music on. That was always the dream, what I thought of. So it was always the end goal was to turn professional, anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So over the last year or so, I got I got asked over. I know we're jumping the gun here. No, got, no, come on. Yeah, I got I got asked over a sparring in October. Um. With a, with a couple of professionals, will I go into now? Go on, fuck yeah. you, may as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I was him and Han the last while. I have been him and Han and stuff like that. Um, ever since the start of the lockdown, so obviously all sport was cancelled last year. The start of the lockdown, so I was like, oh, what am I doing here? So what I did was I spent lockdown losing a bit of timber. I know some people put it on when the gym's closed, but I actually fuck spent me, lockdown. There was nothing to do. So I remember saying to me little brother, Liam at the time, I said, right, we have about six weeks here. I thought everything would be back to normal. I really <laughs> didn't buy into the whole COVID thing. Here we are over a year later. But I said, we have about six weeks we will be trying to get into good shape, the two of us. Am I right saying you are doing PT for a while? Yeah, 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 yeah. When was that? Was that when you left school? No, I'm still, still doing PT. Yeah, no, I'm still but doing like, PT. Did you leave school and then become a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I left school and went to Clash to Eda and got the PT shirts and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, because I remember you becoming a fitness instructor. I just need to have a slash boys, yeah? Well, I'm yeah. back from the piss. I'll do another one of them now, right? Um, Tomo, what were you saying there about PT? I thought it was about... Oh, so, um, obviously... When you finish school... Obviously, went... as a boxer, like... You know, you don't get that much financial help, really. So yeah. you have to do something else. You have to fund the lifestyle. You know what I mean? You have to feed the dream. Like so, I'm a PT. Um, by trade. What's it? A PT, a PT by, by trade. trade. Yeah, <laughs> and I um, have a boxer size gym in Castlenock then as well. So I do PT and boxing classes over. And funny enough, I actually started the boxing classes in Fisborough Boxing Club. Yeah. And then I moved to a place in Fisborough, and from Fisborough then I moved to my own place in Castlenock, and. They're actually very successful classes, yeah. He's out a lot there, of people love them. Bobies with Alvarado. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're really good classes, actually. Yeah, it's, it's actually killing me. I, I haven't done them now because of the whole lockdown. I, I was doing them um, outdoors for a while, but it's too hard. You know what I mean? Can't get it done. No, no, and and to be honest, I'm gonna say according to restrictions and if pe- if COVID is as dangerous as people say it is, it's not safe to be doing them. So I just I took it. Uh, on myself just Four to call it a day on them the you know what I mean <laughs> so no I changed the PT then because PT is safer you know it's a one to one stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. yeah 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 so I've been PTing then so I, I've always done both and that's been feeding the dream then the whole time yeah. you know what I mean so that's when lockdown happened you kind of you have all this uh, you have the industry knowledge to, to cut yeah, the weight yeah, and yeah, get yeah. the shape so, so when, when lockdown hit then <clears> I remember saying to you brother Liam obviously that We've six weeks. We we try and get into absolutely crazy shape because I've never. I've always been a big bloke, but and but never been in. You know what I mean? Really good shape. Shape, ha- shape I'd be happy with. Yeah. So uh, I said, "Feck it, yeah, let's go for it." So you know, but, he's a guy. Haven't he says, "Feck." But I'm still not gonna get flesh for him. So uh, yeah, so I end up getting the, the few bits of equipment. I think I bought a pull-up bar, dip bar, had a few small weights and that that I took down from the gym, and we were just. Flat out. I remember everyone's doing the five Ks. Yeah, we're doing the. We used to wake up in the morning, lift. Yeah, we're doing five Ks in eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we used to wake up in the morning and we do because the weather was good, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember, I remember looking back. The weather was great, so we'd be flat out and first thing in the morning, lifting weights, 
it was great actually the first lockdown now to think back lifting weights then we run in the afternoon that night we'd be lifting weights again so it was what was your quickest 5k genuinely 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 right so 115 kilo and this is a challenge to anybody out there 22 minutes and 32 seconds that's uh, my no. quickest 5k <laughs> no. so that's me quickest 5k and can I just add in that that was from my house up Royal Canal Bank mate it's 5k it doesn't matter no, where no, you no, go no, it's no, no, 5k no 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 or the great will extend yeah. no 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 no. so that was from my house up Royal Canal Bank up the canal dodging Dodging, dodging swans and all that you know what I mean dodging <laughs> people sitting on the canal so it'd probably be a bit quicker and fastest 10k is 47 minutes that's impressive as well well for the size yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah a big yeah, fridge yeah. freezer right? <laughs> he is a fridge yeah he is a fridge he's like, he's like a Harry Maguire but if Harry Maguire was in shape <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's that's how I spent lockdown getting in shape and then obviously lockdown went on longer and kept going on longer and I, I picked up some really good habits from lockdown to be honest I'm not going to lie Tom I seen a picture on Instagram one day last year and I was like what the fuck because I knew you were heavyweight yeah. yeah, I was big. Like yeah. I, I was muscly, but it wasn't on show because no. it was a bit too much cover. But I knew you were boxing a heavyweight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I seen the shape you were in, I was like, "Fucking hell!" Like that's what a heavyweight should look yeah. like. Yeah. No, but well, you know what? It, it didn't actually start with lockdown because I'll be honest. I I remember I went to Florida, all right, and I came back 120 kilo. Right? Happens the best was. Pat. Yeah. Now Florida, what an amazing place. I've even hit 120 kilo. <laughs> <laughs> in the cheesecake factory. But basically, what happened? The long process, right? Went to Florida, it was 120 kilos. Came back, and I was like, right, I need to sort myself out here. I'm literally two burgers off being a diabetic. You know what I mean? Mm. I was, I was bad. So I gave up chocolate, right? Cold turkey, because that's what I, I ate a lot of at the time. Gave up chocolate, jellies, and fizzy drinks, right? I gave up chocolate for a year and a half. I still haven't eaten jellies. That's impressive. In three years. Mm. Two and a half years. Yeah, two, two and a half years. I went back on the chocolate like an addict now, but not not as much as I used to before. So I went from being really heavy, then I got all the way down to 97 kilos. Very skinny. Like, you could see the pictures. Yeah. You know? There is a middle picture. I put up, when I put up a transformation picture, I put the heavy one up beside last summer. Yeah. But there's a middle one where I was very skinny again. You know what I mean? So um, lockdown, basically, I ended up putting on a bit more size. And then... Um, then just people were like, how did you do that? But it was actually a long process. You yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't just lockdown the six weeks. Right? Six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Corner, no, no. God, it like... wasn't just lockdown. It was yeah. going on a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it, like that, when would you go into lockdown? March. Yeah. 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 Slow story changes though, wouldn't it? Oh, man. Giving up. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Gave up chocolate and stuff like that. And then even in, in lockdown, wasn't eating takeaways as much or anything yeah. like that. Um, I think we've all kind of did you I had one of them phases last year was I was I got into the best shape yeah. of my life yeah, last year yeah, yeah. and now I'm a little fuck this, yeah. but this lockdown now is a lot harder very yeah. much harder. and even for me like I, I can still train in gyms you know what I mean yeah. elite sport I'm still allowed to go to gyms and train it's so much harder yeah, you know what I mean definitely. the I, weather I, I, the time of the year a lot of shit going on at yeah. the minute as well but that's not the only thing it's just lockdown itself and I think it's, it's a lockdown. tolerance as well people's tolerance is done everyone's done with this now people are over it yeah, yeah like I, I've had more COVID tests because I've done so much travelling in the last year I've had more COVID tests than anybody I'm over it now yeah. you know what I mean have yeah. you had it time? which I've had it yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it in January yeah, yeah. I, same I, I, <laughs> I think we all got it in everybody January. had it in January were you yeah. in Hanlon's in Christmas <laughs> <laughs> Christmas week <laughs> like a hot spot um, but what was I saying there yeah so the, the, the lockdown, great, great. So lockdown, lockdown happened right lockdown happened and obviously there was no boxing on at the time because clubs were closed 
And then obviously, you know, a few black market sessions and stuff like that. We start trying to train behind closed doors. We don't condone that now, don't no, we? No, obviously, obviously <laughs> not. But like, you know, it has to be done. So me and me, the brother were punching pads in the kitchen, but he's useless on the pads. So I needed me coach back. So we start, start training and then got more consistent because there was nothing to do. So this is going through the weeks and obviously lockdown was lifted, back on, lifted, whatever was going on at the time. But I kept the good habits going up until about, um, it was around, would have been July, August. I remember getting a text one day on my phone off a coach from England. And he was like, uh, they know that I'm left-handed at Southpaw. Derek Cesaro was fighting uh, Alexander Rusick, uh, Olympic gold medalist and stuff yeah. like that. He was just moving up the, the heavyweight. He was undisputed with Cruiserweight champion. And this was his first real test at heavyweight. And they wanted like uh, sparring partners, partners that emulated Rusick's style. Yeah. So I was, you know, even honoured to get the text, you yeah. know. So I said, yeah, definitely. This was around August. And then there was no word, because with professional boxing, you know, a fight isn't on until it's definitely on. So there's no word of it for ages. And I was like, ah, it's not happening. They mustn't be giving me the show. And then one day I got an email on the phone being like, uh, send me your passport details and stuff like that. We're flying into London next week. This was coming up to October then, you know what I mean? So I'm delighted lockdown happened in a way because I got into such good shape. I was so confident going over it compared to what I would have been yeah. previously. So what's that feeling like getting that email that you're going on with him? But, Jesus, like, yeah, but like that's a man I would have grew up watching on the telly, yeah. you know what I mean? Everybody that's knows a like huge name. Everybody knows Cesaro. Everybody you know and I mean? we all know him as a mad boy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Everybody knows Cesaro and stuff like that. Um so it was great to get the text, but then look, I remember being in the airport saying to myself, Look, I have to go over here and Stand the other side of the ring at this bloke, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, mean? yeah. I was like, maybe I'm at the point off too much here. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, it's, it's great. You know what I mean? To even be brought into a camp like that, to see the intensity and to see the level that they train at, it's eye opening. You know, that's what I was gonna say. There was it an eye opener to the difference in intensity, the difference like, in everything. Yeah, is the difference in intensity is just crazy. Look, I'm not gonna say that there worlds apart in skill like you know what I mean but intensity was you know what I mean these are boys that do it for a living yeah. it's no joke it's that's that's how they yeah. feed their kids whereas the, I'm over having the crack you know yeah. what I mean ain't an odd kebab and have the <laughs> like bro I used to go training and drink milkshakes on the way home you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> but, um, I actually seen that on Instagram yeah like you know <laughs> what I mean someone said how'd you get into that shape or stop drinking milkshakes stop, after walking <laughs> stop off at Eddie Rockets on the way home you know but um, yeah the intensity is so different because these blokes do not mess around. So when I, I got over there uh, in October, they flew me to London. When I got over there, I remember I arrived say on a Sunday and on the Monday we were sparring and I didn't meet anybody, you know, a, a fella picked me up from the airport. <coughs> it was the first time I ever got picked up one of them little signs. Yeah. You know, a fella with your name on it. So I was like, <laughs> right, this is a bit weird. It brought me to a lovely hotel, Park Plaza. Um, I didn't really meet anybody and then all of a sudden someone texted me is like, uh, Someone, someone random texts me, said, are you available for a call? I was like, who's this? Didn't really check the WhatsApp picture. I said, yeah. So I just text back, yeah, on iMessage, I think it was. Not the way there's no picture. Yeah, no picture yeah. comes up. So it was iMessage it was. And then I get a video call. It was Dave Hay that rang me. No uh, That video called me on the phone. So I was like, right, this is bleeding mad. Um, so we were chatting away and stuff like that. And he literally, he, he obviously called me to introduce himself and say hello because I was going to his gym. That's where Jazara trains. But he was away at the time. So he's like, I'm just calling you to give you the heads up that to be ready tomorrow because uh, 
he's not messing around do you know what I mean I was like right oh, you know the leg- <laughs> my legs were gone <laughs> so I was like oh yeah no that's grand that's what I expected even though I was like are we gonna you know have a few easy rounds yeah, yeah. no the man he's like no he's you know what I mean he's fairly well switched on so I was like yeah yeah no bother and stuff like that so they had I'd already started getting nervous the night before the next day I arrived at the gym met every so we were chatting away for ages David Hayes sound by the way um, we're chatting away for ages on FaceTime and he said I'll see you next week he was able to tune into the sparring from the cameras from wherever he was he was away at the time I think he was in Miami wasn't he I think so something like that yeah I don't know where he was but um, so next day I went to the gym met everybody met Chisori sound 100% now to be fair before sparring he wasn't too talkative. Yeah. He's in the zone. He's you know what I mean? So so he wasn't too talkative. So it was like oh, him and I was like, oh, what's going on here? The first time first time being flown somewhere for sparring first yeah. of all. You're from the Broadstone, bro. You're from yeah, Dublin. Yeah, yeah, you know like, what I mean? And, and the night before I was on FaceTime to David Hay. He told me to be on me game because Chisora is basically gonna try and kill me. You know what I mean? But um got there, everyone was real nice, but Chisora was kinda you know grunted at me or something like that when I said hello to him but you reckon he's just trying to get in your head he's no 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 no. no. I'll explain now in a second uh, wasn't trying to get in my head or anything like that he's tr- trying to get in his own head so like I said the intensity is different you have to take things seriously you know so there was I think the first night there was two of us there sparring me and another fella so I got warmed up and stuff like that to do my rounds got in we uh, had our sparring rounds I think of them four that day three or four the next fella got in doing three or four. So we did eight that day or whatever and got out. Sorry, I'm jumping the gun here. Before we got in, I was warming up. He was warming up and he has loads of fellas there. You know what I mean? They have all his coaches. Lo- I have one coach here at home, Raj. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, previously, I had one coach. But he wasn't with me. I was by myself. He has loads of coaches, strength and conditioning coaches. He's like an assistant and all, you know, all these hype men around. <laughs> so uh, before he gets in, he's playing this mad music like war music right so the nerves are gone and just before we're about to spar he gets into the ring and he starts praying in the ring so I'm standing in the ring and I'm like this fella is really going for it here you know what I mean he's <laughs> <laughs> like he's really coming for it but uh, we did our rounds or whatever and uh, afterwards he's the nicest bloke you could ever meet in your Sound. life different then sparring yeah. was finished Yeah, you know what I mean we were relaxed making sure as well looked after and I was there for five six weeks and that's what it was like do you still keep in contact with Cesare or hey uh, like we we follow each other on Instagram. They like everything, and Cesara actually has done a lot for me. To be honest with you, um, Cesara sort like at the time he obviously afterwards we'd be eating dinner. He's like, "What's your uh, intentions?" I was like, "I want to turn pro." After seeing that, I was like, "Right, I need to." Yeah, this yeah, is what this is what like, you want. This yeah, is yeah. this is it. Like you got a taste of it. And uh, Cesara was like, "Well, what's the plan?" And he was really, you know, even though he had his own fight coming up in a couple of weeks, yeah. uh, pay per view fight, like big, big fight, huge fight, huge fight, yeah. And it was the first big fight since lockdown. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so it was yeah. even bigger again. Uh, he was trying to pull strings and sort stuff for me, and he was introducing me to people, sending me name on the people. I it's remember when people are genuinely interested. One hundred percent. And then I was because he was saying these things to me. You know what he said to me was. Uh, like his style isn't like mine so he said I don't think my camp is the best place for you you know because he basically would have said like I could have joined camp with them I don't think my camp is the best place for you style, stylistically but I think you do really well with Tyson Fury so I give him a show for you and I was like yeah you know me head whatever. Yeah. I was like yeah whatever you know yeah. what I mean and then I thought about it and then a couple of days later then it was the following week 
he just hands the phone to me one day and said, "Ah, oh, it's Tyson Fury on the phone." <laughs> on the phone. So I went from you know what I mean, not not ever meeting anybody to having met David Hayes. Spoke to him on the phone, then met him in person. Derek Chisora, Brian Jennings, that fought Klitschko. Mm. I um loads of, like there was loads of fellas there. You know, I met Dean Moy. Uh, Dillian White's brother, loads of people I met within a week, and then Tyson Fury's and then on the Tyson phone. Tyson Fury, what's he saying? Yeah, like, what's the story? How are you? Who's that looking at the phone? So, bro? no, no, so it wasn't even like that. So, answer the phone. Chisora handed me phone, and says Tyson Fury on the phone. I couldn't believe it. And um, so, I picked up the phone and said, What's the story? Didn't know what to say. Yeah, what do you yeah, say? You know, yeah. because he's me idol, like yeah. literally me idol. Um, he said, what's the story? I've heard you've been giving Derek great work. So I was like, Jesus, it's fair play to him. He's really, you know he's what I mean? The, yeah, yeah he's at the point in the world. Yeah. He said, I heard you've been giving Derek great work. Uh, what's your name? Where are you from? What size are you? What weight are you? All this, you know what I mean? Where yeah. where do you train? He knew where I train and stuff like that. So he actually uh, organised them for me to come, when I finished the camp there to come home and train with one of his coaches, Andy Lee, that lives in Dublin. So yeah. he organised that for me, made the introduction. Because although he lives in Dublin, Andy Lee, I've never actually met him, you yeah. know what I mean? So I came home and got to train with Andy Lee. Uh, but it was a bit surreal, you know what I mean? Even to be speaking to someone like that on the phone. Like, That's crazy. You know, like, if you're into football and That's you, like and you only ever played for, say, Crumlin. I'm not, nothing wrong with Crumlin. And then one day you get a phone call off Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's the that that's is, what that's that what it's that like. He is. He's, he's the biggest name in boxing. That is what that's what it's like. The man is on the phone. Yeah, like yeah. speak to me on the phone. I couldn't believe. I still can't believe it. Really, you yeah. know what I mean? But um, and he sorted out so much for me, and it really raised me profile by being over there. You know what I mean? Because usually, like if you go sparring and you're no good, they send you home after the first day. Yeah. So I was there for six weeks. It says a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I survived six weeks. Yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. no, I'm joking. I was there for six weeks. Uh, so it said, that's, it says it in itself. Yeah, about your ability. It's about, about my own abilities. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So yeah. then after that, what happened then? It would have been about Christmas time. So when I, before I left there, Lawrence Acoli, um came to Derek's camp one day and we had finished sparring. And he's like, do you want to spar one more time? There's a fella coming up and he's left-handed sparring. I was like, yeah, of course, absolutely. And funny enough, I had sparred Lawrence Acoli before the Rio Olympics in Dublin at, at a training camp. So uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. So we got in, done a few rounds. Akoli was really happy with the work. And so he said, um, he's fighting a southpaw for a world title, his first world title shot when I come sparring. And at the time, I was after six weeks in England. He wanted me to nearly stay on, I think, at the time. Yeah. But um, came home, thought nothing of it, really. I didn't think it was going to materialise. And all of a sudden, his team gets in contact with me. So I'm going from the Haymaker camp to then Shane McGuigan's camp. Yeah. Um, another great trainer. Yeah. They called me over. So I went sparring there. I was staying in Kent then for another six weeks before Christmas sparring with Lawrence Cody. Now, we, we we had a great time over there. And it was lockdown. The whole time was lockdown. We we did some great work, gained great experience. But the fight ended up falling through. Your man caught COVID. Uh, so we ended up fighting a different fella, late replay, very late replacement. Uh, so that's two solid sparring camps I was out of getting in with really good fighters. Chris Billum Smith was another fella. He's Commonwealth Cruiserweight champion um, in a Cody's camp. Then Christmas happened. I came home for Christmas, obviously after the sparring, the yeah. fight didn't materialise. Then you started licking the cisterns in the toilet. <laughs> got cold. No, I actually didn't drink that much. I drank once over Christmas. I think. And you got cold. It was, the, it was the night in the hands. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to your man that brought it back. What was his name? Ew. There's, there's a fella that, that blaming on bringing COVID to hands that time. 
Og jeg er jo vester. Ja, yeah, det er selvfølgelig. Der er plenty of fellas who bring plenty of soft to Ireland. None of them are ever on up there, any of them. No, there was a bloke that brought COVID to Hanlon's apparently. Yeah. Ah, yeah, so everyone, okay. put the, everyone put the blame on What him. a man. Yeah, a, <laughs> <laughs> I got it in January. Anyway, so Christmas happened. Uh, January comes around and just starts talking this fight that fell through again for a Coley. So... Um, he gave me the text and stuff like that and ended up going, I went back over and then that's, so I went back over for another five and a half weeks and then that was the fight then two weeks ago that he just won so he's world champion now. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's unbelievable to be even involved in these sort of camps. It gives you such a taste for what's to come for me then. And after spending so much time with a colleague then to see him becoming, like so much time as he had to do back to back camps. Well, we, I think we've done about 12 weeks together. Yeah, you know and what then I mean? see him become a world champion. So you'll probably call him a friend by now. Yeah, like, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, I would. I'd call him a friend, yeah. And a lot of guys in the camp, yeah. Become a world champion, like that's... It's so inspiring to, to be living with someone and seeing what they do day yeah. to day, every day. Especially yeah. where he's came from as well. Like he's a fucking great story. Ah, oh, he has an excellent story. a brilliant story, story yeah. yeah. And, and, and you couldn't on the podcast, yeah. You could meet a nicer fella as well, yeah. like you know, and all them fellas that I met, all these box. I don't know what it is. Is it a boxing thing? Everyone's a gent. You yeah. Know? What about Freezy? And Freezy as well. So Freezy was. I have to talk about Freezy. Yeah, Freezy's famous in Dublin now from the snaps. Yes. And that, yeah. So uh, Freezy was the chef in the force camp, forced a Coley camp, and um, he's trying to turn pro and stuff like that at the moment. Freezy has a great story. Freezy comes from Ghana. He's not living in London that long. You know what I mean? Originally from Ghana. He's knocking everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> and such such a good person. I got on really well with Freezy because I think we have the same energy. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I'd be a really high energy kind of person. Yeah. And I, I attract them type of people. So we got on really well. Freezy's mad. Freezy's like, insane, he's about, bro. He's about to turn professional now as well, I think. You know? Yeah, well, best of luck to him with that. Best yeah. luck to Freezy, yeah. Um, so we're at the jump from. Where are we at the jump from? So that's the camps. That, that, I'm just that's saying the that's, back, that's the, the camps. So basically, the camps is what's really fueled. Your ambition, about, the GoPro. My, yeah. my, what I'm about to say next, that today I just announced that I've signed a professional contract with Morphe's Boxing in America and I'll be trained by Pascal Collins then as well. Unreal. So that's the big news then today. Yeah, yeah. The phone is blowing up today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unbelievable. It's great to see people from No, it is, yeah. It's unreal. You love yeah. to see it. Well, you're not supposed to make it, you know what I mean? And you're like probably the hottest prospect for the to- for the turnover that I- I've ever seen. Yeah. For yeah, a guy yeah. from amateur to pro, I've never seen so much hype around someone. Everyone's just talking about it, yeah. But there's yeah. no pressure, well, you know what I mean? When we started this, so what, November, and you were saying, get him on, I was like, we'll get him on when he turns pro. Exactly. Because what would have been a kick in the teeth on me is we had you on, say, episode two, and then you turn pro now. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, would have yeah. been talking about like, Oh well, there's talks of me going over to Derek Chisora's camp. <laughs> Whereas I have all them, like loads. You have of stories. all these yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. Different podcasts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would have been more about the future, you know what I mean, rather yeah. than what's happened and the future. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, I, I just announced that there today. It's been in the works for a while, you know. I say you had no shortage of suitors, anyways. No, there was there was a lot of people in touch the last while about turning over, and yeah. it's a huge decision. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a massive decision because it dictates the direction that you're going to take your career in. Yeah, you know, especially so the, heavyweight as well. Yeah, so heavyweight is booming at the moment. Uh, it's the hottest division. Everybody wants to yeah. watch big fellas Definitely. knock each other out. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. That's yeah. the Definitely. beginning, middle, and end of it. Yeah. So um, there was a lot of people interested, but I, I'm really happy with who I've signed with. Yeah, um, I'm really happy. Yeah, and what's the, what's the plan then? How? The plan. So basically, what it is, I've signed with an American promotional company. All right, and um, so obviously the other offers were coming from the UK. I've spent a lot of time in the UK, 
um, Ireland professional boxing in Ireland isn't in a great place at the moment yeah. so there, there wasn't no offers from well there was but like not worth considering compared to the UK yeah, and America US, yeah. yeah and the US so going the UK route I'm Irish true and true no English family and stuff like that my granddad's brother and my granddad worked there back in the day but apart from that I have no English family so I wouldn't be eligible to fight for British title Commonwealth yeah. title you know what I mean so that's usually the, the progression you take you start off you you go for the British. When you get the British, you go for the Commonwealth. You go for the Commonwealth, you go Europeans and Worlds. Yeah. Whereas the American route, there's a lot more different kind of um, options for you to go. You know what I mean? So, And I have family in Boston. The promotion company is from Boston. So it was a no-brainer, really. So when you said you have more different options, what do you mean? So there's a couple of different titles you can go for in the Continentals and that on the way up. Whereas I wouldn't be eligible for any of those UK titles. And personal preference, is I'd rather go yeah. the, the US route anyways. Yeah. You know? Considering so, I have family there, I love America. I've been loads of times. Yeah, so, uh, I've seen Katie Taylor boxing in Boston uh, and Noel Kennedy, actually. They're boxing the same card. Seen the two of them, that's my stable mate now, uh, Noel Kennedy. I've seen the two of them box on a card in uh, Boston on, that Morphe's Boxing actually promoted. They ran it and it was unbelievable. It was amazing. It was a real eye opener. And that's, this is back in the day. Yeah. When I was 21, yeah. I think. You know what I mean? So it's it's been with me, stuck with me since then. It was always. I used to think oh, I'd love to sign pro with them and then all of a sudden they're looking, so they're for, looking, they're, for, they're you, looking yeah. for you. Yeah. So it's a bit surreal, yeah. So debut soon enough, hopefully. Uh, Dave, so the team that I've just signed with, so Morphys and Pascal Collins are working really hard at the moment to get me a fight day very soon. And I mean, very, very soon. Yeah. yeah. Just tell just, everyone you're fighting on Friday. Tell <laughs> <everybody>. <laughs> no, no, they're working on getting me a fight very soon. So keep an eye out because there will be an announcement soon. Yeah, yeah. it's exciting. And then hopefully when everything comes back up, fighting in the US then a few times. Is so, it? yeah, it's looking like I, I'm not too, I can't say too much, but be fighting in the US very soon. Yeah. And then hopefully uh, be fighting in Ireland very soon as yeah. well. Now, obviously with the state of the country at the moment, it's no, it's not that soon, but it'll be this year, hopefully fighting yeah. in Ireland. So, I'll book his seat on the bus on the way. Because if he's in Belfast, if it is, I'll book his seat. Oh, on the another thing I want to put you on. You came we'll in here with no man. gift today, yeah? So, uh, yes, so everybody's been giving gifts, yeah? yeah. Everybody's yeah. been giving gifts. You got a gift at the start of every podcast now. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Gitsy Dignam didn't give us anything either. He just gifted you with his presence. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we're happy about that. But yeah. you, you have to bring us a gift. So, what's the story there? Talk to us. I'm sorting fight tracksuits, fight t-shirts, everything this week. Well, so. mate, look at it. Scrap all them if you sort us out and trip up the belt last week. I'll happily I pick a session over a tracksuit every day. I'll take the tracksuit. <laughs> 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 I was saying he's a real blogger now, Terence. He's looking for everything for free. Yeah. 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 Swipe, swipe up, boys. Yeah, swipe, swipe up. Swipe up. up for the, yeah, swipe, swipe up. Boys, you fucked that. I get stuff off for you. So I'm, now, I'm, I'm sorting all that this week, so I will have t-shirts and that. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorted very soon. Just get your initials on them. Yeah, I'll, se- I'll send it on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but don't ask me to go to Belfast for a fight night because I fucking will. <laughs> can you, I was just thinking like so with, with all this going on can you imagine I can't even comprehend how many people would genuinely come to see me fight for the first time in Ireland because I'm making me, I'm going to be making my debut soon huge, I'm going to be making my debut soon it won't be in Ireland okay yeah obviously hmm. um, make me debut soon I possibly will have a fight in the US before I come back to have a fight in Ireland at the end of the year so just be me toward fight and I reckon the crowd really but be monumental. Out. Yeah, you'd be you'd be riding the hype train as well because you're not being out a couple of times. But this but is it. Belfast up the north. I fucking I think every one of them's been vaccinated three times. At the rate they're going, there's about 1.5 million of them, and I think in February 500,000 of them were vaccinated. Bro, when, when listen to this for you know a, I mean? just, just for a comparison, 
when I was in England one of the days on a random Wednesday there in February, they vaccinated in the UK. They vaccinated five hundred thousand people. Now I know they vaccinated more since, but I remember reading in the newspaper that they vaccinated five hundred thousand people in one single day. Yeah, and I think we were in double gi- digits here in Ireland, like literally double digits. It didn't go past a hundred. So like. was one. Of, I think oh, a month ago it was when they pulled. Remember they pulled the vaccine uh, for a week because the blood clot thing. Yeah, turns out there's no blood clot, but. That Sunday they put it back on. We vaccinated something like six hundred in a week, and they done like six hundred thousand in a day. In a day. In a day. I know. I know. There's more there's, of them. But I, still, I, it's still I, the I fact hate that even talking about it because it's just touching the horrors. But, but no. But what I mean is Northern Ireland. Yeah, they're part of the UK or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They had like a couple of months ago. They had one third of their population. Yeah. Fucking vaccinated. Yeah. Which is great. So we can't even get the people that are eligible know, for the vaccination I know, I know, I vaccinated. Know. So they'll be open before us. Yeah. You know so I mean? it's up there and cough all over <laughs> <laughs> So it's looking likely that before the end of the year I'll have me debut on Irish soil. And considering the amount of uh, of a following that I have already, I like I've no pro fights and I, I'm probably a bigger following That's than, what I'm than, a, than a lot. No big of a turnover. This yeah. really is. I, like I've no pro fights when you think of it, and I've a massive following. And that's the thing. Well, having the two fights outside of Ireland for so people who are skeptical will have seen what you like. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And you're I'm, I'm confident. Have two knockouts under the belt. I'm, I'm confident. Yeah, I'm confident there'll be two knockouts before. I have my Irish debut. It's you know what I mean? Big, big statements. Yeah. Two knockouts. Not even two W's. Two knockouts. No, no, no. Two knockouts before me Irish debut. 100%. Yeah, it could be me and Terence if you keep getting smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm look. I'm really looking forward to it because you do it for the fans. You know what I mean? As much as I do it for it. myself, you do it for the fans and and, uh, the and for and for the yeah, nights. Yeah. Like for the four, and can you imagine for the first time since lockdown? Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. stop! I'm, pe- I'm shitting. My nerves are gone. Yeah, there'll be people I don't even know coming up to the fight. Yeah. Yeah. there will be. I know yeah, that for a fact. Yeah, yeah, It's going to be absolutely huge. Two big, massive questions now. What's the ring walk song? Oh, so you could probably get me some help with this because if you know me personally, you know I have people say bad taste in music, right? But I have a very broad taste in music, so we could go from listening to David Gray to listening to Stormzy on the other hand. Oh, me too. You know, what I mean? and then Damien Dempsey in between beyond. Johnny Cash. I listen to like listen. No flies on me. I listen to Glee, the greatest show, man. Mate, I won't put me playlist on in the car on shuffle. Because of that, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I, I say how it is. You know, big fan of Disney, the lot, bro. 100%. Don't even attempt to out Disney me. I will Moana all over you right now. <laughs> well, did you get Disney Hang Plus on, on pre-order? Well, of course I did, bro. Yeah, right. Okay. I have a, listen. I have a five-year-old daughter. Uh, well, then you have an excuse. I have no excuse. I'm 25. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. See, uh, You're supposed to be a killer. In yeah, the a killer in the ring. Disney we, and all the boys. We built them when to wear the the old Moana. Uh, when The Rock is singing You're Welcome you know what I mean oh you're welcome good tune yeah, good great tune, tune. Yeah. I see what's happening here <laughs> I don't face to face the the strange <laughs> you don't even know how it feels it's adorable but it's nice to see that humans never change open your eyes let's begin yes it's really me it's Maui breathe it in I know it's a lot the hair, the bar. When you're staring at a demigod. So no, but you know what's even the best part? Can we knock that, that mic off? In the middle of it, when he breaks it down. You know what? Oh, yeah, break it really, down for us. When he really goes for it. Yeah, and he's like, 
Well, come to think of it, kid, honestly, I could go on and on. I can explain every natural phenomenon. The grass, the tide, the ground. Oh, that was mad. We just messing around. I killed a eel. I buried its guts. Sprouted the tree. Now you got coconuts. What's the lesson? What is the takeaway? Don't worry about me when he's on the breakaway. And the tapestry here in my skin. It's the map of the victories I win. Look when I bring. I make everything happen. Look at that mini Maui. Just let everything happen. Bro, I, I don't mess about. No, like... I hope you don't use this as the advertisement for the episode because... We don't need to advertise the episode, bro. I'll, be, I'll do the car video on Thursday and I'll build that <laughs> again. I'm holding you to it. So, the car video on Thursday, but last 30 seconds. You dodged me song anyways. What are the question? What oh, was the song? See, right. Going on tangents. For the first fight, there's going to be no fans. Yeah, there's going to be no fans. Yeah, so I need a song. a song. I just need a song that's gonna hype me. Up, right, right. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Was gonna say put the Mick the Buskers talking bollocks song on it. No, don't be a Daniel. No, we give you fifty. Great, great song, but no. The hype me up. So I was thinking something like I'm a big Kanye West uh, fan. I was thinking something along the lines of like it's black uh, skinhead has to be. Yeah, that's black skinhead or yeah. power. Power is a good one as well. Yeah. Or all of the lights, you know. But listen to this Irish debut. Right. Okay, so it's going to be uh, obviously a bit Celtic Symphony. No, an inspiration from Conor McGregor because I think his ring walks are the, the best, the best ever. It would start off with the foggy Jew, all right, and then it bust into Freed from Desire, and the whole oh, place I'm shitting already. would that's be. That's I'm going back on the gag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a night in the I thought, I thought eight, that was just too much. Yeah, so foggy Jew. We'll get in, an eight as well. <laughs> <laughs> into Freed from Desire and. Like, I find it hard to make it to the ring. There'd be people jumping all over oh, the place. Oh, slow. Celtic Symphony, can we not just make a case for that now? Like, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? I'm for the future, but I definitely do, want to put it that do, one, do, yeah. Do, 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 do. And I do, bro. I, I'll think? get locked up on that night. No problem. <laughs> I'll do jail. Yeah, no, but So, I haven't picked the song yet for my pro debut, so any help would be greatly appreciated. Right, uh, which one for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need some suggestions. Right. Oh, I said tell the Timmy and you fucked the back of my face, but... Uh, yeah, so fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that's, that's that, right? So what's the nickname going to be? So this is a long-standing nickname, yeah? Do you remember Tony Bellew? Tony, yeah. the bomber Bellew? Yeah, show you now. Well, go on. People have called me the mama for years. Can we not call it, like, Tomo the Fridge? Can't the Fridge, Tomo no. Tomo the Fridge, Fraser. No, it's, it has to be bomber. I'm sorry. And you had to I, I, I didn't choose it. Who, this who, is the well, family. Uh, yeah, I've been called the bomber since I was a baby. Do you know what it is as well? Me ma, me da, me sister. Yeah, no, basically, <laughs> me da, uncle, and get Conway. And that was from he's growing up. <laughs> I, listen, I don't think it's the most attractive name to be calling myself. I think there's better names, but it's original. Yeah, do you have to pick a nickname? It's not original. You no, like, no I, I have a bit of a connection to it, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Do you have to pick a nickname? Like, not really, but that's what I've always been called. Legit, like, not even making... No, I'm not, not even changing... Oh, yeah. Can you just rock up and, like, in the red corner, Thomas Carty? No, they usually throw something in. You though. have to push up, mate. It's, it's all about showmanship. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. spectacle. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. it's childish, but here we are. It is, it is, it is. There's some is, really yeah. good ones, some really bad ones. Some but, terrible ones out there. Yeah, but it is what it is. I like Dillian Woods, the body snatcher. The body snatcher, yeah. Love that, you know, and then he does that little hell at the start, that fucking wolf yoke. Oh, I mean, Scary man, scary man, yeah. Boring. So what's the plans then for the future of boxing? Where do you see yourself going? The plans for the future, I want to win a world title. You're going to win it? Mm. Confident? Mm. I would be. If I, if I, put it this way, 
I'm 25 in the heavyweight division, the most dangerous one of them all, personally. Yeah, so I would not be doing this if I didn't think I was good enough for it. Exactly. I would not be risking my health. There's plenty of things I could do to make loads of money and live a happy life. But that's just not the life for me. I'm not made for living nine to five, working a regular job. That's just not me, you know, living for the weekend. I, like, I love what I do. You know, and I have a great family in that that support me in what I do. So that's what I'm going to do. And it's going to be a heavyweight. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, not cruiserweight. No. Heavyweight. 100, I'm 117 yeah. kilos. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? No, no way. Class. 117 yeah. kilos. Like, that's a little, well. little speech. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, Luke. You know what I mean? I thought he was in good nick for 84. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the plans, lads. That's the plans because I, I couldn't. I die with, If I was to give it up now and go and work a normal job, I'd die with regrets for not trying it. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's really at that stage now where it's. But either, you are confident. Well, like, look look of all I've given up through the years, you know what I mean, to do what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I, I don't get to live the normal life that everybody does, drinking in the pub and stuff like that. And it's great, but it's not for me. You yeah. know what I mean? I have made a lot of sacrifices even to get to here. So I'm looking forward to pushing on, seeing how far I can take it. But that's the ambitions. Yeah, and we look forward to seeing you, Tom. Yeah, no, I'm delighted. No, fair play, and thanks for supporting me. 100%. Thanks for coming on, mate. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Dropping these exclusives all over. Definitely, but yeah. The no. one thing I want to know is have you met the big man, Edward John Hearn? That's all I want to know. Edward John Hearn. So. Eddie Hearn, for everyone who doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> the main man. So Cody was talking on FaceTime one day, briefly spoke about him. Because he's Matram. Yeah, because he's Matram. And Cody said he was asking about me and stuff like that. So yeah. he knows who I am. Anyways, if that's any help. Yeah. Tell him yeah. I'm So you never him spoke to him one-to-one, no? No, no, never seen him in person. Yeah, no. he's definitely bigger than you. He's a big yeah, man. Yeah, big man, 100%. He's a big stick in the Definitely a big man. He's 6'4", 6'5". He's 6'5", I think, yeah. Is he, yeah? Big fella, yeah. He's a legend. I can't look at Morel Afner. That, that men page about it's no, unbelievable. Yeah. Men page? My yeah. darling, you with the headbands, you are different gravy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Relax whoa, for a minute. Did you just say men? Did you yeah, just say a men page? Shut your mouth. It's a meme. It's a meme. I'll, I'll have a straight now. Sorry, that has to be a zinger. That has to be a zinger. Hang on for a minute. You're going to put this up as a poll. Do you call it an M-E-M-E or an M-E-M-E? No, we'll do an M-E-M-E or an M-E-M. Mem or mem? It's all the same. Mem. It's, <laughs> it's not, not all that's... the same. Uh, mem. We're closing the show yeah. where you want the same mem. This is the last podcast ever. I know, bro. We've done well, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I, tell you, I tell you what. Wrap her up. You got me lovely on April Fool's Day. Yeah. Oh, did we get you? Hang on for a you minute. You got me lovely. Hang on for a minute. I had people message me saying, oh, what's up, pal? Why you... Why you I'm actually sorry you can finish our story we are our podcast man Connor right that we'll get to that one hang on, hang on for a minute a cracker and a fuming. he's over there but laughing legend <laughs> well people were messaging me saying oh pal what's the story is everything alright what happened the podcast and all and I was like just watch the video it's, the video goes on for 50 seconds 50 seconds I switched it off straight away <laughs> What's the I, I had been for coffee with him on the Wednesday and he was asking me on this week and I, I just said I think I texted him I said are you for real <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it is do you know when someone says oh watch this video it's gas and you see the time it's like 3 minutes 20 seconds and you're like bollocks I'm not watching that yeah. 50 second video at the end of it I say April Fultz do you know what I mean? People actually text me saying, everything all right. I was like, what's the video? And then they get them to watch the Nobody video. Nobody watched like, the video. I goes, I explain it in the video. So people are watching it then and they're like, oh, you cunt, yeah. Tell them what you said to me. You so, said shoey bags, I'm still not over. Connor is a bit of a funny cunt like myself, right? <laughs> so he sends me, uh, Connor sorts out the sound for us. So he sends us over the file on uh, Thursday morning. And now I know, it actually turned out you couldn't really hear Christy because he's speaking so loud, but... 
he distorted Christie's mic. So you couldn't hear him, and when you could hear him, he sounded like a fucking robot, right? So the first thing I thought was, that cunt is winding me up. But because he's doing us a favour, I'm not going to say, that's fucking shit. what's the story with that? So I was like, being polite about it, I was like, can you not fix that? And he's like, no, that's how it is. And I knew, because he was so short with the messes, he was on the wind-up. I goes, right, well, send me the fucking file then. And he goes, what date is it? And I was like, yeah, prick you, <laughs> I goes, I knew what you were doing. And he texts me back. He goes, yeah, I probably couldn't catch you, but I know a fella who we could catch. <laughs> right? Oh, so the table's torn. So I send it on to him, right? And I got in the shower then. <laughs> and I said, I text Connor. I goes, now get ready for the video call because he's going to go off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so Terrence is ringing me and he's video calling me and I'm screenshotting all this and sending it to Connor. I was like, Yo, you get ready to handle this. <laughs> so I go down and I do the car video and he's texting me. He's like, bro, we can't put this podcast out. We can't put it out. How can we not hear Christy and all? This is supposed to be their biggest guest. How can we not hear them? <laughs> I was nearly crying, bro. So I sent him the car video in it where I say April Phil's and I was like, all right, Terrence, here's this week's car video. What you think? And he's like, doesn't matter what I think. We're not putting it out and all. Get real smart about it. All right? <laughs> What's not happening? Get real smart about it. So I rang him, I go, did you watch that car video? And he's like, bro, we can't put... I was like, will you watch the car video? He's like, we can't put it out. And he's cutting across me. I was like, will you just watch the fucking car video? I'm about to send it to you. And I go, I was, uh, what date is it, Terrence? And he's like, it's Thursday. And I was like, what date is it? And he's like, what? I goes, April Fool's a gobshite. And he's like, no. And he screams. And he hangs up then. He hangs up, right? He hangs up. And then he FaceTimes me. And he's sobbing crying. <laughs> I have screenshots on my phone. He's actually sobbing crying. <laughs> the relief. I, they're two little shy Because I'm a dopey cunt. I, I just seen, listen to me and I said, oh my God. We're at the room and possibly the biggest episode. Like, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and they then he rings Connor then. I rang Connor as well. Connor's just laughing. You got me. it as well, did you, Connor? He got it in the neck on me. But, cause, oh, but the relief I felt from that was unbelievable. But he got me good. So I'm waiting for yeah. April the force next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, counting down. Yeah, you oh, forget about it. Count- <laughs> you forget oh, about it. You forgot about it already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I think forty-seven more days. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it now. Yeah, come on. It was an absolute pleasure. It was good to hear your side of the story, the journey you're on, the move you're at the making, the trajectory, the trajectory that you're going on. But uh, no, bro, it was an absolute pleasure. I had a great yeah. time today with you. Good Thanks for coming on, Tom. We probably kept you a lot longer than uh, your, your allocated time was. <laughs> a lot me. more than we paid you for. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks, lads. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Make, make sure you remember us now when you booked that play in Belfast gig. Yeah, no, well, no, sound, no yeah. problem. Well, I'm going to get Terence to strike suit. Yeah, yeah. i get you one as well. Yeah, get me one yeah, as well. Yeah. But look, <laughs> book, if you want to book me a suite in the Olympia. Because I represent the way represent the tracks. What's the hotel? It's the Olympia, isn't it? Europa. Europa, the Olympia. Yeah. I'm going to the concert. Europa, the most bombed hotel in the world. It's the world. In the world, bro. Now. Is it? Yeah. yeah. What, like, like, what do you mean? Oh. Everyone goes up there and takes out the ears and get bombed out. <laughs> what do you no. think I mean? It's in the heart of in, Belfast. In the troubles. It's me and actually bombing the kip. Yeah, yeah. And it's still getting bombed to this day. <laughs> I it? don't know when the last... But it's not the podcast, the <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck off. <laughs> Boom! That's a wrap! <laughs> right, we'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The Hypno... Start it again. Start it. Sit back down. Sit back down now. Oi. Oi, oi, no, sit down. Sit down now. <laughs> Ask me. Sit down. Don't, don't even say it. Ask me. Yeah, the right. We're just about to wrap it up there and then we were reminded. We have a few questions for you, Tom. Do you piss in the shower? So, when this went up on 
the Talking Bollocks podcast a few weeks ago or whenever it was. I remember texting you and I said that there's two types of people in this world. He did actually say this. These are the words, because I've heard this before and it's true. Yeah, I know what you're There's two it. types of people in this world. There's people that piss in the shower and there's lawyers. Yeah, I know where you heard that. Where on the hear? podcast, because I said it. I, no, I heard, it years, <laughs> I heard it years ago. I don't know where I heard it, but yeah, no. Right, and then there's another thing, but I think I already know your answer and I'm afraid of it now. Is what? it Pats or Curbs? Be very careful. <laughs> That's, you shouldn't have asked me. So, if it's, if it's, if it's that K word, just don't answer it. It starts with a C. C U Curbs, Curbs. What is the word? What's the word? How do you spell it? C U R B S. Is it not K E R? Is that why? Is that what we put up K E R B S on the phones? What dyslexic? Wrap the fucking thing up, Connor. No, come out. So you call it Curbs? Yeah. Curbs. Curbs. It's Pat's, bro. Bro, according to who? It's not. What do you mean according to who? According to Dublin, Dublin Seven, bro. Yeah, but you, you know where I live in Dublin oh, Seven. No, bro, but it's still, like you like part. a No, not the posh away. part, but like you know what I mean. Yeah. What? What do you mean? You know what I mean? It, it's, Explain. It's either the posh part or it's not the posh part. <laughs> so, so it's, <laughs> that's what you're hinting at. <laughs> it's not. It's not. No, I lived up beside a lot of old people. You know what right, I mean? And what they call, they don't call it pets. No, like. It was. What do you think this cold. is an ageism thing? What you hear? Sixty. You call a pat all your life. You turn sixty. You get an old age pensioners card, and you call it curbs. <laughs> Corbs were the no, same. It was called Corbs were the same. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying. When I listen, don't I'm, judge me. Well, right. obviously, judge I'm me. All sick, my head is right. Well, hang on. Alex. You came where it was singer. I know, yeah. No, he's gonna. He's at the Robin Young one. Mem or Mem? That's gonna oh, yeah, be Tom's one because right. he said it. It's a Mem, yeah. Because <laughs> that is so wrong. What do you mean so it's so wrong? wrong? You call it curbs, you head case. And hold on, yeah, fairness, you call it curbs. So don't be starting a my podcast. One more, mate. one more before we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know the place everyone goes swimming now past the forty foot. Past the forty foot. No, no past hang the, on. Past the forty foot. The the Sunday bats. Vigo bats. Vigo. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh my god! Wrap this podcast up. It's Vico. It's Vico, yeah, fucking. It's Vico. Bury him with the chair. I'm joking, now it's Vico. No, I knew he was going to react to that one. Hey, <laughs> yourself, Connor. The hip knocker. Cut down, cut down, cut down.